Today we chat with Paddy about the upcoming Moab Warhammer Fantasy Battle Tournament and also cover a battle that Andrew and I played on Friday. Hope you enjoy. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Old World Fanatics again. This is our another Warhammer Fantasy podcast, hopefully to quench your hobby thirst for all things the Old World. And I, once again, I'm your one of your co-hosts, Gomo, and I'm joined again by Andrew and Josh. How is everyone today on this Monday? Doing yeah, pretty well. Thanks, yep. Well, we, we only just talked, didn't we, because we had a couple of shows last week. Hopefully, probably just doing weeklies, but you never know if we'll sneak another one in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, obviously, as you'll find out later in the show, Andrew and I actually caught up on Friday as well for a game. So we're going to talk through that. Yeah, so, really well. yeah, this episode we're thinking, um, yeah, there's no news really because we only just talked on Thursday. So we're just going to chat around some hobby stuff uh, if we've done any of that. But the cool thing is we also got Paddy on, who is a player out of Sydney who's running the Warhammer Fantasy Battle 6th Edition Moab Tournament at the end of this month. So we got on her on for an interview about that, but also just her hobby journey. And as you'll hear later in the show, uh, some of the very interesting things she gets up to in the hobby. So that's going to be uh, cool to listen to. Uh, and then, yeah, Andrew and I caught up for our battle, which we were plugging on socials there for a bit for yep. people who are astute and listen to us and follow <laughs> us on socials uh, at, you know, the old world fanatics. Uh, yeah, so we want to run through that. And I'm sure Josh, uh, Josh should have listened in. We, we were playing around with some tech on that, weren't we? Sort of half streaming yeah. it. Uh, and Josh actually did end up seeing most of the game in as little form as my yeah, it's like the, uh, uh, technology of kilometers away. sort of worked. But like yeah. the sort of third worked. umpire just sitting third. back. and oh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It felt like that third umpire. I was really limited in my ability to communicate with you because I had a tiny text box and I couldn't yeah. say anything. <laughs> it was just delayed. reading off the screen. And yeah, well, we should yeah. talk about, like, not so much that stream because that was just testing some things, but it's interesting. Mm. I think there's something there that we could maybe work on because I'm, I'm happy to spend a little bit to get you know better sound and all that so we'll see how yeah. we'll chat about that as well maybe at the end of the battle report but outside of that then guys yeah what did everyone get up to since our late last week hopping um so i think yeah i've i have been up to a little bit um mainly i decided to i just i don't know for some reason in the last week, I was like, I want to start doing a bit of terrain <laughs> again because it's been a while since I really worked on it. Um, and I was going through my boxes and I found I found some really old sort of resin terrain pieces that I'd, I I bought them um, years ago. It must have been like 2016 or something. Mm. Um, uh, and they've just been sitting in a box for all this time. And I'm like, that's it. I'm going to do it. So, I get, so there's like um, six little bits of, of ruins, just like fairly flat ruins, and then like a little statue guy. Um, uh, and so I, I probably spent a day just, you know, cutting out the MDF as a base and, and putting the, the resin in using some sort of modeling sort of putty or like sort of sculptor moldy type stuff. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like just a mixture of sort of plaster and, and paper, you know, yeah. um, and just using that to fill in the edges and, and that kind of thing. And, um, uh, and I'd recently got, um, some more like just little random, uh, weapons and other objects uh, from a from a Kickstarter from Tabletop Worlds Kickstarter, which uh, recently they've started been doing S STLs as well as um, the physical resin stuff they used to do for years. Um, uh, and I was able to print some of that off and like to just spread it around a little bit on the on on the terrain. 
that'd be um, awesome. Uh, and and yeah, just started like painting it up a little bit now. I put a, I put a little bit of a photo of work in progress on the Insta. Um, might have to put it on the actual podcast one, I think. Um, uh, as well, but the, well, the I thing with missed the, that because I didn't see that. So that's no, cool. I think I just put it on mine. So maybe yeah, okay. try and put it on the main one. I wasn't sure how to cross them oh, anyway. Anyway, the thing I like about the ruins is it's hard to get like a lot of the ruins designs I'm finding on the internet were kind of like they were a bit too tall. Like all of they're all walls or they're they sort of um, pillars and that type of thing. And it's like when you're using it in wargaming, you kind of want most of it to be relatively flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so you're talking about ruins that you could actually move through, like difficult terrain yeah. type of thing. Not yeah, okay. Yeah. Not like like not line, line of sight blocking or anything. No, like that kind yeah. of thing. Just yeah. relatively yeah, flat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you could just plonk something on top. So you can and just plonk something on top. Kind of just yeah. sit there. Yes. Yeah, because um, uh, yeah, I think I feel like it's yeah really important part of it. As much as it looks nice, mm. yeah, it doesn't get it's in the way. Be <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and yeah, but I having I I I've I've had a bit more license with the, the statue because I'm using it as impassable. Um, uh, so I've actually I've put a nice little base on it with a bit of a tree on the side and, and that type of thing. I'm going to like just oh, fill that in a bit more and yeah, that's awesome. bushes and stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's what I've been doing this week mainly. Um, and I'll probably keep working on it um, uh, through to next week as well. Hopefully I'll have it nice and blocked up that type of thing too. Um, yeah. Cool. Sweet. Um, yeah. yeah, well, for, from me, I um, treated myself to some, well, this probably isn't going to sound that great, but some proper uh, cutters, hobby cutters, like plastic cutters. Um, Real ones from Games Workshop, eh? No, no, no. Went outside of that, went outside of the the Games Workshop um, website and uh, got... Oh, they're actually off eBay, funnily enough. Mm-hmm. Um, they had all these ratings. They're like this Chinese one. I think they sell them on AliExpress, but I couldn't actually find them on there. And I was like, oh, here we go. But all these people were raving about how good they are. Um, they weren't like super, super expensive. I think they're only 20, 20 odd bucks. But before, I was only ever using like little tiny wire cutters from like Bunnings mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And. Like they kind of worked all right, but then I think as I get older and more sort of picky, I've just noticed like just to clean it up, you spend so much more time. Um, yeah. You know, you got like it kind of doesn't cut it, it like almost kind of like squishes it a bit. So I just found like um, I was putting together, well, funnily enough, um, some Skaven. We won't talk about that, but um, <laughs> uh, some Storm Fiends. And uh, yeah, it was uh, just taking ages. All the cleanup, I'm like, this is just garbage. Is that just from the bad cuts? Just yeah, from the bad cuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like I was maybe spending, you know, three or four minutes on each little cut bit just trying to clean it up. Ross, I just yeah. find like, yeah, now you just get it so clean and so close. Um, you know, you spend maybe 30 seconds and it's 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 just, you know, it it's just one of those little extra things, I suppose. You know, you don't you don't appreciate it or you don't sort of like think about it until you get more and more into the hobby. And yeah, then yeah. I suppose you sort of, you, you hold your standards up higher and higher and it's just like, you know, 10 years, 10 years ago, I probably wouldn't even care, like, you know, but now it's just, it's funny. It's just, that's, I get so I mean, picky the over these little like things. That's the same as like paintbrushes, you know, like... I I find 
in the early and look, money's part of it. Like when you when you're doing doing it cheap, you're buying cheaper brushes, maybe like army painter stuff, but then you're going yep. through heaps. I use one brush, you know, like, and I also heard heavy, the heavy metal painters use one brush. They use a size three. I use a size two and that's it. So, yeah, like, right. And if you get a good brush, a good size two or three, or like it can get as small. Because the funny thing with a brush is the tip on every brush is the same. It's yeah, how right. much that, but how big the rest of the brush, you know, yeah, the actual. In terms of paint yeah. holding capacity yeah. yeah yeah and so i i did the same thing probably four or five years ago i just started to go well it's time to upgrade to something better and yeah it was awesome but before that i was just using ones that end up going crap after whatever you know yeah, a few yeah. weeks or whatever so did i see you got some new brushes for father's day i did too yeah i haven't used them yet that's the artist opus uh dry brush kit Oh, it's a dry brush kit. Yeah, uh, you know that one. That's it's always out of stock. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. Looks like makeup brushes, and so I haven't. <laughs> you know, I need to follow. Have you followed his stuff? Like in terms of his, what's his name? I can't remember his name now. Um, but you know, like they do everything dry brushing in it, but it looks airbrushed, you know, because they do it so good. Um, so I'm going to try that, especially on the skeletons, because I felt like I did that before I knew what I was calling it wet dry brushing which is what i did my first set of skeletons like four years ago and then i found i haven't been able to replicate it because probably because i'm being impatient whereas hopefully with this i'll do it properly which is dry brushing but using that like tiny bit of dampness to activate the paint all the time he doesn't um and with these dry brushes you don't even you don't you don't you're not supposed to um wash them you literally like one, you, you dry oh, brush really? it so just... much and just put a little bit of this detergent they got it not a detergent it's like it's a cleaner and it so you're never actually washing it underwater you wet it yeah right. it's actually stays yeah i mean that's what you're supposed oh. to do i think as far as i could see and i'm like okay i'll try it but we'll see um well that's segmented sorry i butted in and segued into yeah my brushing that was there, me but, really i yeah. pushed you forward yeah. That sounded that sounded really fork. interesting. You've got to like yeah. season your brush like a like a wok almost. <laughs> yeah, keep it basically. keep it well seasoned. I was, not that anyone could see this, but this is I don't know. I just use this hobby. I mean, that's probably appalling for you. Then this is I think this is from like Jaker or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Andrew, is the one you got like was it a God Hands? Is that the name of like the really top of the range one that's like God, used God. for like Gundam models nah. and? And that type of thing? No, nah, no. Nah, well, I went, I looked him up. I actually went and there was some bloke doing all these reviews. And then he came up with these. And they're just, they're just like these random ones that you get off AliExpress. Um, I don't, oh, okay. Like, they're not any sort of, but they're just real fine and real sharp. So the actual, the cutting blades, right. I suppose. Um, well, we'll need to add them to the, to the show notes. Our affiliate yeah. link. It's our affiliates. You know, we're so famous. We've got affiliates everywhere here. Not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no, no, it's, it was well worth the uh, 20 odd dollar investment. <laughs> cool. We obviously got a game in. Um, and yeah, we talked about, it. I mean, I was just painting to get ready for that. So I haven't really done anything else. And then I cleaned up for the game. Andrew coming around, I actually cleaned away all my paints and everything because I had just everything, you know, like it's sort of like you did, Josh, after Castle Sold. I think you sort of just. <laughs> Not cleaned up, but you know, you're just like, right, that's that part of it's done, and um, and now I'm yeah. trying to work out what I move on to next, I guess. Yeah, yeah, in terms of it, painting, it, it's very mentally helpful, isn't it? Just to clean out everything, and yeah, um, 
Okay, take a breath. Well, in my good set of, like I've got a display cabinet here where I put all my, they're not all my painted figures, but at least the ones that I could fit in and that I actually like. Um, And out of all the Tomb Kings, there's just five skeleton horsemen that aren't painted in there. So I think I'll try out this week the, the dry brushes on them even though I'll probably never use them just yet, but yeah, just want to, that way it'll, it'll complete me, you know, out there. So. <laughs> um, actually speaking of terrain though, I was, did you guys watch miniature realms like Stu from miniature realms video? I don't know when he posted it. wasn't that long ago about resurrecting the, you know, the, the fortress, the castle fortress, the games workshop castle fortress. Like he did it all up again and painted it and stuff like that. And so, um, yeah, I looked at it today because he messaged me about mm-hmm. something else on, and I went, ooh, that looks cool because I've got one and I think I said to Andrew we should do a Siege game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and man, I've painted cool. it and it's okay but realistically I painted it when I was 19 and I'm, what, 44 now. So I'm like, hmm, I'm going to take some of these. He's airbrushing like contrast paints a bit on it to make the oh, shadows right. around oh, the yeah. sort of turrets and even like, not, oh, what are they nice. called? Tu- no, what are they called? Not turrets. What are the castle bits called? The little. I thought it was just like castellations. Are they? I don't know, but yeah, on the right. it's hard to. This is going to be hard to describe, but like on the floor part of that, you know, up so up on the where they stand, yeah, yeah, you could imagine that light comes through the sort of you know the the bit cut out, and yeah. then the the bit of floor that's behind the bit that's not yeah, cut yeah, out would yeah. see less light, so it's more moldy. Do you know what I mean? Like that yeah, type yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's sort of airbrushed oh, in that's this next level that and then when you level. see it you go oh actually that looks cool like yeah, yeah. And he's done like vines and, and oily grime around i'm like oh yeah that'd be cool it's an easy dry brush oh sorry not dry brush air airbrush sorry if i've been yeah. saying dry brush um so yeah i might pull mine out and like weathering effects it a, sort yeah of weathering yeah, yeah. it with contrast stuff through the dry with through the airbrush god um so i'm gonna might try that probably not this week but i might um pull it all out, see what state it's in. I think it's all fine. So, yeah. Yeah, sweet. It looks cool. Love, love terrain. I just need to get back into it. Yeah, do yeah. You, do you guys have any of the old, the really old um, uh, Warhammer Siege models? Like the, yeah, I've the got all of them. Oh, you do? Yeah. So, like you mean like the pop, boiling pot? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I've got all that stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, I've painted it all, but I would have painted it back, you know. Uh, so, it'd be nice to pull out and see if I should need to get the old stripping onto it or not or if i yeah, could just yeah. save it with a bit of wash and <laughs> i don't know yeah you might just need to top it up depends how thickly yeah. you painted it back then yeah. i guess yeah. Yeah, yeah i think i did an okay job but i mean it's just it's like going back to your point andrew about the tools i mean you could have been the best painter back in 1980s with citadel paints but the reality is their paints now are so much better yeah so like it's it's you don't always want to blame the tool, but sometimes it is the tool as well. Like it's yeah, yeah. you know, like yeah. Yeah, and I also feel like it's almost like as the the whole hobby evolves, like we'll we'll like how do I put this? We all get influenced by mm. other people at the top of the field, right? And I feel yeah. like this, the 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 the, sta- the general standard ten years ago is. Just different, enough. just because yeah. of the general knowledge in the community to some extent, totally. the passage of, of techniques and that type of thing. I think yeah. that's a massive factor as well. Well, you have to get it through White Dwarf magazine most of the time yeah. or, or your yeah. local community. <laughs> and true. when you're in Australia, the local community wasn't great. Oh, like it wasn't big. I shouldn't say great. It just isn't big. 
um and nowadays i mean geez there's probably there's too much on instagram so you like just yeah it's so hard like it's it's great you just got so much yeah. inspiration so yeah. well that yeah like youtube videos are just like helped me so much over the years yeah like you know you just so many different techniques and you just oh that's how you know you do that and that's how you do that it's just you know what watching people do stuff i thought like i find it so much better than just it's like there's like a picture and it's like you know oh mm. see where i'm Seven highlighted here or something like that. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i just i just love seeing you know the, the way that people just it's mainly their techniques um you know and then you kind of just mash everything together that you like and you find your own sort of yeah, no, totally. I thought that might be a cool uh, point. I think I might have put on our upcoming topics one day is just have a chat about what, honestly, like we're not, you know, we've all got our own strengths and weaknesses in our hobbying and stuff. It'd be cool to just have a chat about what, what our go-to things are and what we do like personally. And I know like, it's not all, it's not going to be right for everything, everyone, but it'd be pretty cool just to have a chat about some of those things because there's always little things that you can learn off anyone, you know, even yeah. if they're not, you know, you might not think they're the greatest painter. They probably do something better than you in something, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Anyway, cool. Well, is, yeah, is there anything else you guys got done, or do you want to um, let's get Patty on and we can have a chat chat to her about Moab? Yeah, sounds good. Awesome. Well, let's transition. Okay, so we're on to uh, a fun part of the episode right now. We've got Paddy with us, uh, who is a long-time Wargamer, specifically Warhammer, I think. But, uh, you know, I've only just met Paddy once at Castle Assault uh, six weeks ago or something. Um, but she's running uh, this year the world, one of the uh, world-famous premier events in Warhammer, <laughs> uh, which is called Moab, the mother of all battles. She's running the Warhammer 6th edition tournament down there in Sydney uh, at the end of this month. So we wanted to get her on as she's our first official guest uh, of our our new old, what's it called? The uh, Old World Fanatics old podcast. World <laughs> um, so yeah, hopefully, Patty, welcome. Um, yeah, how are you going uh, today? Thank you. It's an honour. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing first great. Guest. Yeah, oh, excellent. Yeah, what's, uh, what's your Monday? What's it's been doing with you today? My Monday has been pretty chill. Uh, finished what I needed to get done early and I've been... Doing Warhammer the rest of the day. <laughs> well, it sounds like we've got the right guest on here. Awesome. Yeah, so, yeah, Josh and uh, Andrew and I just wanted to have a chat with you, specifically, obviously, about Moab, and we can get into that a little bit, help you spruce that and hopefully get get it full. Um, but also just I wanted to start a little bit with who's Paddy and how did you get into wargaming in general? So, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm Paddy. I... I've been doing Warhammer for a while. Recently, I've been getting into sculpting my own models. But it all started when some some kid who I went to high school with just gave me a random box of Night Goblins. I, I don't remember why. I don't remember his name. <laughs> I remember that I completely butchered those Night Goblins. As you'll do. Yeah. I, I thought it was um, really cool to have them dual-wield bows. Uh, oh, but there's only oh. left arm bows in that box, so a couple of them were just arms reversed on the other side. Um, oh wow! Oh, is uh, that the fourth edition Night Goblins? Like the plastic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god! Wow, that's crazy. That's an impressive <laughs> level of butchering. Yeah, like <laughs> next level. <laughs> yeah. And it's only gone uphill from there. Yeah. 
Nice, nice. I'm just surprised. Like, obviously, that tells you something about your Warhammer or and wargaming and miniature. You know, I guess career, if you know what I mean, in the sense that if that's you started out and then started sculpting straight <laughs> straight away, yeah. is that what happened? You didn't you didn't you didn't wait ten uh, years and paint and then go, oh, I might do something new. Oh uh, no, I've I've always wanted to 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 like customize my guys, um, but I'm pretty rubbish with green stuff. Uh, I, I can I can barely even gap fill properly, but I remember um, wanting to do like a custom ogre man eater army for so long. I sat down with a picture of a, a phoenix guard helmet and tried to recreate it on an ogre. Yeah. Nightmare. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, I can't I can't green stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. quite the art. So with your um with your sculpting, I'm assuming did that sort of turn into just doing conversions um at the start, and then obviously a bit of green stuff, and then did that go into 3D printing, you know, only recently, or what? What's what's the background there? Yeah, um, I really only got into 3D modeling recently. I'd had a printer for a while at that point. Yeah. Um, mainly as a as a cost thing. Um, and just because there's so many cool models out there, um, yeah. and, and yeah, I, I did one of those blender courses, followed along, uh, with, uh, people making monsters and then I got halfway through before I, I couldn't, uh, wait to, to start making my own. Oh yeah. That sounds pretty good. So basically I've, I've only seen the the bone giant army have you um self i suppose generated your own models to create an army before then or yeah um my first army re- is um a uh, manny the themed ogre force finally realizing those old dream with the phoenix yeah. guard little helmets going on yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, my yeah. Oh. my high elf man eater oh. is a white lion. I've 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 oh, evolved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an incredible um, group of, of man eaters. She took it to CanCon as well, so a lot of people would have seen it there. Hopefully, I'm intrigued. They're all individually themed around different. Yeah, you'll armies, have to tell us about this because I've heard a rumor that's like, yeah, every every ogre's different. Yeah, yeah. Um, it 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 did pretty well at CanCon, uh, despite people saying that it wouldn't. Um, uh, but I've basically taken as many man eaters as I could. I've got a big block of uh, six of them, and then some lead belchers as well that are lead belcher man eaters. And I've ran the some pistol man eaters as lead belchers as well. Uh, I feel like some of these pictures might have to uh, make it onto the Instagram, maybe to uh, oh, for, okay. for our listeners to have a look at. <laughs> I'll be quite intrigued oh, yeah. to see what they look like. The old man eaters—they sound quite interesting. Yeah, uh, I've got one for every faction except for Wood Elves. Yeah, right. Is that because you ran out of points? Or, okay, or just to get around to that. Okay. <laughs> just to get around to it. <laughs> it decided that, yeah, they can't go, ogres can't go fast enough, I guess. But, yeah. So how yeah. did you, um, what was the motivation behind, I guess, doing it for, like, on an ogre army? Was that just because you always liked ogres or was it? Well, I think the the man-eaters themselves are such great units. They really lend themselves to, like, wanting to be custom. 
Yes. Like you, you see so many people out there who have got a cut, uh, like a custom man eater or two, where they've they've slapped random bits on a, a normal ogre, maybe maybe given him like the hunter head with the big beard and a bunch of extra accoutrements and yeah. and yeah, it's just. It's so easy to be inspired by, okay, here's this big, stupid ogre. What's he doing when he goes to, to Ufwan? Or uh, yeah, yeah. What, what's the lizard man ogre doing? Yeah. And then you, <laughs> you get into the full thing of, okay, yeah, they've ingratiated the culture. Um, they've got all the accessories. They're dressed up. Yeah. How long does it take you to develop an individual um character like that like when you're um like do you have multiple drafts where you're trying to build up this this faction you know to represent this faction do you, do you try and, and put it together a sculpt then you then you print it off and you're like oh this is not quite right i'll need to readjust this or that or uh, how long does it sort of take in terms of development um uh, do you find for each one well the longest part is is the actual sculpting um uh, I, I find I, I get the ideas pretty quickly. Um, I get the ideas pretty quickly sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> they need to marinate for, for quite a while, but then I'll only like start when I've got the idea. Um, but then a day or two of sculpting, uh, half a day to print, and then however long it takes to, to paint up. Um, and did, you, uh, did you, yeah sorry did you did you have to like build a did you do that and then build a list or did you build build a list oh no i i, I built the list right. second um okay, yeah okay right, yeah. it, it was a miracle finding the um iron skin tribe list that let me t uh ah. take um lead belchers's core right um, yeah. cuz most people have the problem of like oh i have to build this but then i have to paint these two figures or whatever and you're like I'm going to have to sculpt. You would have had to sculpt all this <laughs> and then paint them as well. So it's good that you went the other way, I guess. But yeah. yeah. yeah that's great. Uh, I wrote a, a list that I, I was like half planning to take to Moab if, if there's like a buy game that I need mm -hmm. to fill in for. Um, then I realized that I'm probably going to be sculpting it for the next like two or three months. <laughs> like, if I had all the figures in my hands now, I could probably get it done, but but no. Nah. Is this a different uh, list to what you previously ran? Yeah, this is um what I'm currently working on at the moment are some uh, an Amazon themed Dogs of War list. <laughs> yeah, right. That's got more figures than the ogres, I'd imagine. Does it? Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> And more than the Bone Giant list. <laughs> oh, uh, far more than the Bone Giant list. The Bone Giant list was easy. I had to sculpt one Bone Giant and then change the heads. Yeah. How did your Bone Giant list go at, Ca at Castle Assault? It did exactly what I expected it to. I played a couple of test games with it, and I either just completely stomp or I just get destroyed. Uh, at Castle Assault, I had, I think it was a 20 and 19 and a 17. 
and then uh, a one and a two. It's <laughs> <laughs> a polarizing. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Um, it was that matchup dependent or was it more just how the dice sort of rolled out and things, things would either snowball your way or, or against you? Uh, 50-50. The first matchup was against Dwarves and it, it was really unfortunate because uh, the matchups were announced like um, two days before uh, we played. So I had two days to stew about how I would lose to Dwarves and like, okay, yeah, if there's a big piece of terrain in the center, I'm going to try to do this and then with my over there and, and I just completely got destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but the other big loss, um, I, I still think he would have got me, but, but turn one, uh, uh, Lord of Change flies in, zaps the main man with uh, um, irresistible force, seven strength, seven hits, and just yeah. disintegrates him. Is he the Hierophant? How did that work? I don't even know the rules. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the army list for, for people who are curious is um, Sahana's Met, who is a white dwarf bone giant, who is basically just a lich high priest with bone giant stats that shifts all the animated constructs one rarity down and all the skeletons one rarity up. So the list was some Yushabti, some scorpions, and then four bone giants and him. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that's an interesting list, yeah. I just, um, yeah, I've never seen anything like that. It was, yeah, I didn't even know it was possible. And I think Kendall <laughs> said the TO <laughs> didn't know it was possible until he yeah, submitted yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> the main benefit is it's very easy to transport. Yeah, yeah. yeah true. And then which list? Which lists had you done well against then? Um, the, uh, it the was um, night goblins, uh, chaos dwarves, and uh, skaven. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But I, I don't know if I don't know if I deserve the skaven win because he blew his own bell up turn yeah. one. <laughs> it, it, it helps. <laughs> Which yeah. was that? Was that Fury or was that who? How many? Yeah, I think that was Fury. The yeah. the the like classic yeah. or like the old, old edition Skaven. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Fury. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So he blew his bell up. Did you say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> classic. I think he appreciated the quick game though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So would that mean that if you had a favorite army or you know out of the classic Warhammer armies would either of those be ogres or tomb kings or have you actually got something else like th everyone's got I'm, their yeah i i think i've always got a soft spot in my heart for the um the old goblins the old orcs and goblins the night goblin guy random yeah yeah got you into yeah. it yeah Cheers to that random guy i hope he's yeah. doing well now <laughs> um, uh. but yeah they're they're my favorite army to like collect. I've yeah. got a bunch of like the old Marauder. Yeah, it is Marauder. Uh, the old like orc mm. villages. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, and I've, I've, yeah, I, they've got a lot of charm. They, they were my first army. Yeah. yeah. 
So do you have a full it. completed army of them as well? Or, just, or, or is that? Yeah, yeah. yeah um, yeah. in various boxes yeah. around the place. So how many? What else have you played then? Like, so if you, if you're only sculpted ones, Tomb Kings and Ogres, and then the rest are sort of just normal, but converted a little bit, or like what's? Yeah. Um. There's a slow grow league running at um, a combat company uh, that I'm doing some Warriors of Chaos for. And I'm sculpting a couple models here and there for that, but mainly, yeah, it's it's the Bone Giants and um, and the ogres. And then these dogs yeah. of war coming. These dogs of war. Yeah. What's the inspiration <laughs> behind the Amazon dogs of war? Like, that's such an interesting um, uh, concept. Well, I was um there was a, a Mordheim event that ran for uh, a couple of months uh, that I I wish would have kept going, and I was looking through the um the war bands and alphabetically the first uh, one that I really liked was um was Amazon's, so I made a a like a like seven ten man war band for that. And I really like the aesthetics. I I like I I like the faction. And there are some cool Amazon rules for Dogs of War. Uh, they've got their own magic lore that they can play with. That's I don't even know this. Stuff. Do they? Pretty <laughs> average. Cool. <laughs> the, the, see, that's the good thing about six. Hey? I'm assuming this is all six edition. You're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's um because it just it seemed to have the most extra stuff added, didn't it? And then suddenly. Mm. Yeah, seventh came along and it, it just, I think everything went power hungry crazy and then eighth didn't last. Yeah. Um, well, sort of did, but not, you know, not to that level, I don't think. It didn't have the amount of extensions and stuff that, yeah, six seems to have. Wow. Well, so that's just a white dwarf thing then, is it? Like, where do you find Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and that is, I absolutely adore that about six, how you can mm. trawl through these archives and find these random rules and even in in the army books themselves they give you different options on how to play them mm. uh the the back of the book lists are just so inspiring They're like oh okay cool here's a orc list that i can take two wyverns for mm. oh man that's yes. great or <laughs> am i really going to buy 55 snotling bases for the old <laughs> snotling army yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, oh, that sounds cool. Well, let's get on to uh, Moab then. So, yes, <clears throat> it sounded like uh, I can't remember if this is in the before I hit record or not. You, this isn't isn't your first time toing, but it's <laughs> mainly your first time toing. So, you can yes. tell us about uh, that. <laughs> oh, uh, so I ran like. Uh, a little event um, at a good games, advertised it poorly. Um, I decided to, to fiddle around with the rules like a lot. Like, okay, you can only throw five magic dice at a, a spell based on on people's suggestions for running 8th edition events online mm -hmm. that I shouldn't have listened to. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, oh. Myself, my two friends, and one other person showed up. Oh, the worst thing was I. Everyone had to bring a painted army, had to be fully painted. Uh, um, yeah. like so no room. one showed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Ah, uh, that's but so you when was that five? So that was actually after. Well, hang on. Was that? Did you so say yeah, five years ago? That was that was after eighth had had yeah. been dead at that point. Yeah, so it's probably more that than yeah. Everyone was a bit lost, I think, and oh, okay, ninth, and yeah. yeah. Nah, that's that's fair enough, I guess. That's cool. So, but then it's led you to this. You're giving Moab uh, toing a, a go. So, like, do you know much about Moab's history? I sort of don't, but I know it's one of the well-known oh, Australian for international stories. listeners. Give us some context. Um, uh, I will give you what limited context I, I know. <laughs> um, it's it's a pretty cool event. Um, a lot of games have uh, run tournaments there. There's a lot of really cool local um, hobbyists that that come and set up stalls, and uh, you find such a cool selection of stuff there. Right. Um, there's the uh, bring and buy shop where I, I've heard stories of of the people who got there uh, an hour early on the first day and, and swooped up some. Some great figures. Yeah. So it's part of a bigger ones. convention. <clears throat> yeah. Um it's it's not as big as like CanCon, but it, it still takes up this entire like hall. And and it's a lot of fun. Mm. And I saw that are they running a Warhammer eighth as well? I didn't even realise that. Yeah. Um really. So it, it's one of the, the sixth edition guys in the group who prefer well, I, I don't know prefers, but but likes eighth enough as well. Um, the the sixth edition event is only on the the weekend, the Saturday Sunday, and then there's a cheeky eighth edition event on the Monday as well. Okay, because right. a lot of Monday. yeah, hmm. a lot of the people don't really want like a three day event yeah. for one game, especially yeah. if they're tra- traveling any distance. It's yeah, it's a big ask. I don't yeah. think my brain could deal with that. Nah, yeah. No. yeah. Yeah. I'm just glad to hear it's a different day because I was picturing that you guys are being like direct competition mm. with each other and no, no, splitting no. the community. <laughs> that's much, no, much better. That's really good though to be able to split it. I like, yeah, so they're not competing. Mm. I like that. Cool. So what's the deal? What's the size? Um, what are you running? Are you running out of the book scenarios or like um, what did you decide so, to do with it? Uh, it's a little bit of a departure from – from normal tournament stuff. I, I, I couldn't help myself but but fiddle around with the scenarios a little bit. Mm. Um, so it's 2,500 points for for one, and it's it's four games across the two days. Um, ah, cool. It's That's kind stress. of got uh, an overarching scenario of um, treasure hunt, like yeah. a Indiana Jonesy adventure movie. Uh, and so the scenarios are a little bit um, removed from normal, uh, from like battle line type missions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's cool. not too far. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't a right. narrative event. Mm. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, there's. I can see there's been a lot of yeah thought and creativity put into them. You know, like each one is very distinct. Um, and like, I, I sort of wish I was going actually, cause yeah, some of them are the same, especially the second one where you've got all the, um, uh, bonus scores for ch- uh, fighting in challenges and that type of thing. I think it's really yeah. competitive. I think it's really cool. 
Um, His, I mean, basically what I've tried to do. Oh, I, I, yeah, you should you should come. Tick, tickets are now available. Uh, uh, did you get that? Should I say it? Tickets are now available. Uh, so did at, you, at, you got more spots or what happened there? Because I know you were saying to me that it was all filled at one point. Yeah, uh, there was a little bit of logistical stuff, but I think that came from from Moab being very popular this year and having a lot of people in a lot of different events. Uh, but yes, we've got more space. Um, uh, it will be a twenty person event, I hope. Okay, cool. Sweet. Are those? We're going to have a link for all those details. I'm assuming for Moab. Oh, yeah, I'll put them up. I've got yeah, them somewhere. Yeah. In the um, description of the so podcast. Yeah, it's frustrating <laughs> because I think I said to you, uh, uh, Patty, that I was very interested because obviously we're just in Newcastle, or two of us. Yeah. But I'm actually coming back that day from Fiji. So I'm like, oh. yeah, but yeah, it's just so frustrating. Like, what what time are you coming back? Poor commitment. I do poor, land in Sydney. Poor so. commitment. Hey, 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 there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Actually, I don't know what time. I think it's nah, about lunchtime, I think. I think it's 9 o'clock flight out or something from Fiji. But, yeah, it's just um, – I'm so – oh, you're kidding me. Wait, but um, what do you – you can't make it, Andrew. No, no. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm Bali. So, so. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Same deal. Yeah, that's what we were talking yeah. about. Yeah, we're both uh, – what are you, traveling? Oh, you're both like, going oh, overseas. Yeah, yeah, Everyone's yeah. making excuses. Yeah, I know <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's just excuses. Uh, that's all I hear. It's excuses. Yeah, yeah it is. It is. <laughs> but not you, listener. You're coming to Moab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Is, there, is there anything else that anyone should know about Moab, at least for the Warhammer Fantasy uh, sixth edition tournament or is everything will be just on the links that we can definitely provide yeah ha have a read of the players pack um mm -hmm. i i've tried to keep the scenarios pretty similar to to what you'd find in normal tournament scenarios but with just like one or one or two twists uh if you were at shyacon last year um uh, Alex and Frank, the people who are running that, came up with a really cool like alteration to the scoring system where you get some points for the normal 20-0 battle points and then you get a separate amount of points for playing the objective. Um, right. it, it means that you don't get like 500 more points for slaying the general mm. or whatever and it's very easy to get 20 zeros. And even if you are getting crushed and you still manage to play the objective, you you get some points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, it sort of pushes that twenty nil system around, does it? Yeah, so it, it's, it's yeah. technically a twenty five point yeah. system. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Cool. And with four games, you probably four games with 20 people, you probably need a little bit of variance potentially, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Awesome. Okay. Well, yeah, no, well, oh, I mean, from the community and just, obviously I just got back into six and Warhammer in general the last couple of months, to be honest, probably the last few, well, six months, but sixth edition, the last probably three. Um, it's good to see it's so popular and yeah. And especially first time TOs. I mean, it's good that people like you are taking, the F, like, you know, making the initiative and taking the the initiative, I should say, to actually help out the community. It's good because we're going to need it. Obviously, it's been pretty fragmented and seems to be settling down, hopefully, oh, and all, yeah. you know. 
I, I can't which, wait for Old World to come out yeah, and for it to fragment out, yeah. even more. Uh, well, we hope it doesn't, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's a good segue into the next topic. I mean, uh, I'd love yeah, to hear yeah. Yeah, your yeah. thoughts on that. Yeah, we'll have on, three game systems fighting for dominance. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I am nothing but optimistic for the Old World. Um, even if all we get are new models and the rules are absolute garbage, hey, we've got new models. Mm -hmm. Who yeah. would have thought about that five years no. ago? No. Uh, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. I think it'll be really... I'm looking forward to that first tournament where nobody really... No one's worked out what's good yet. And everyone's still testing out. No one really knows the rules yet. And it's it's just a big, fun, chaotic mess. I, <laughs> that that will be sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love that because I didn't get that with eights because I came in about a year and a half after it started. So it felt like even though there was new army lists, people there was always those other ones that people knew yeah. how to play. And I was really excited for ninth when I thought it was going to come out. I was like, oh, good, you know, a whole new edition, see what that's like, and then it died. It felt so, a little bit like that going back to play six in a yeah, way because it had been yeah. so long. Yeah. You know, yeah. Largely had forgotten the meter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there wasn't, um, there wasn't the internet like there is now, so there's no, like, net lists because you can't just go back and search for six yeah, well, you can yeah. try there will be some around but half the time it's that, that like, link doesn't work anymore or yeah, that was, forum's dead <laughs> you know yeah yeah it's on the way back machine you got to go back yeah the, yeah, yeah. i tried to do that with the stuff, yeah. to find <laughs> the old builds the micro builds <laughs> i do like trawling through some of that old stuff uh get get the perspective of the time yeah uh yeah so do you think with uh, obviously the old world coming out, if it is pretty good, you think you might just, you know, maybe sort of slow down on sixth? Or is that what you, the vibe you're getting from the community? Or you think it's going to be sort of tit for tat, you know, sixth this weekend, old world next weekend? I mean, that's kind of how I treat sixth and eighth at the moment. I... I only really got into sixth because there weren't any eighth edition events happening. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll I'll play what people are playing. I I like the idea of getting some some spaced movement trays. So yeah. whatever people are playing, I can go. Mm. I can mm. do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there's definitely going to be a few few grognards that that are, are die hard sick yeah yeah well yeah but it's obviously yeah get that i think get that if, if feeling yeah if the rules are good and uh, the main thing i hope is that there's support for it like yeah. if there's even half as much support as there is for age of sigmar at the moment oh it's beautiful yeah it would be nice to see, like, you know, uh, right now it's like, you know, that the youngest person is, you know, probably, I don't know if I saw anybody under 30 um, at our event. So it's kind of like one of those things, you know, the, the grassroots, like, 
getting, I suppose, other people, the younger generation in, or is, you know, is that just wargaming now? It's just sort of like this, you know, this aged, this aged thing. Because you do see <laughs> Age of Sigma. Old fine wine. Is that what it is? You start yeah, with, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, start with be. the, the yeah. cruisers, the AOS. And the... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They Who call knows? it the old world for a reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, I like to think even if it is that Andrew, that there's still a good thirty years left of it. So I'll be right. Oh yeah, we got thirty yeah. years we left. We got thirty yeah. years yeah. until yeah. I can't paint yeah. and move and yeah. stuff. So. Just hope. Yeah. Uh, I hope uh, the retirement retirement home I go to has good terrain at least. Oh, they yeah. will. That's, the that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, makes, it probably makes it feel a bit better if everyone else is the same age. Really, you don't really want to be suddenly playing in someone who's suddenly fifteen years younger than me or something like that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nah, as long as you beat them, there, there's yeah. no problem. Yeah. It's fine. Everything is right with the world. That's true. I did see, did you see, uh, like, well, Daz had his son playing most of the time. So, you know, that's part yeah. of the, for us parents trying to get them in. Although I've tried with my daughters, it didn't work. But um, yeah, I'll keep trying. Just keep hammering away. Yeah. I think there might uh, be like two peaks to the curve. It'll be our, our generation and then like 30 skip, years younger yeah. than the next the children of, of <laughs> this generation. Yeah, I mean, it happened with mine. My, my dad used to play like ancients. So that's probably how I ended up in it. So, yeah. Uh, ah, cool. No, well, I mean, so you're, I mean, it's, you sound like us, like we're pretty hopeful. I think hopefully a lot of people are. I mean, I know there's yeah. the usual griping on Facebook, whatever and stuff, but oh. I think um, I'm with you though. I, like I've, I'm always comparing Horace Heresy. I can see even though it's a secondary game, it's getting support, it's getting some new models. It's, you know, they're, you know, they are looking after it. And if they do that with the old world, um, that's a hell of a lot more than they do with eight. So I'm hoping that uh, yeah. that'll make I it survive. I think if there's one thing you could put money on is that people on Facebook are going to be whinging about it, yeah. regardless, good, bad, somewhere in the middle. Yeah. yeah totally. Just like everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't know when it is. I, I was talking to Patty. She was hoping for a Christmas present. Oh. But, yeah. Um, I guess we're all still just going to have to wait and see. Yeah. yeah. I'm still suffering under that delusion that it's going to be out for Christmas. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> Low yeah. expectations is the best way of approaching this. And enjoy six in the meantime. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we talked about last time. Cool. Well, mm. yeah, Patty, well, thanks for coming on. Do you got anyone else got anything um, else they want to ask Patty? Or, Patty, do you want to, like, I mean, do you want to sort of spruce any socials or anything that you've got? Or we can just put some links in the show notes? Yeah, I'm, or... I'm pretty quiet on social media, but right. I'm, I am looking to change that soon. I've, I'm planning to release a ton of um uh man eaters on kickstarter soon so if you ah. if you like my models if you're intrigued yeah. you might be able to pick some of them up uh, yeah uh, they won't be called right man eaters in. though they'll be called um uh, <laughs> eaters of men <laughs> people feasters. yeah, yeah. <laughs> human consumers <Hello>. yeah <laughs> Oh, that's uh, a really good idea, and hopefully that goes really well, and we'll definitely be looking for that. Yeah, definitely that for sure. I'll but yeah, uh, if you're looking for me, I Gosh, also go by Mercenary Miniatures. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. No Sweet. worries. Well, yeah, thanks for spending um, some time on your Monday night with us. I know. Yeah, um, thank you. It sounds like you love chatting Warhammer as much as us. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was good to meet you for the first time the other like, – not that I – 
caught up a little. Maybe we both played Tomb King, so I did come over and have a look. So hopefully we'll yeah. see each other at a lot more events, uh, especially when I can make them and not have poor excuses like <laughs> like I have this time. But, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, anyway. it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Uh, oh, first in what I hope is a, a long, prestigious list of guests. Oh, but I am forever at the top yeah, of Thank you very much. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> Thanks. And good luck with Moab as well. And, you know, we'll let's get you back on um, after it and we'll have a chat about how it went. Yeah. Uh, either either uh, a shining success or a disaster podcast. <laughs> if it goes on a An, an autopsy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no worries. Uh, that was great. I'll, um, yeah, we'll uh, talk later. Thanks a lot. Sweet. See you then. Oh, well, that was awesome. That was, uh, oh, thanks for Patty for coming on there. So, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a shame, Andrew, that we can't get down, <laughs> but, uh, actually it's an excuse, but I'm going to, I'm going to love, uh, getting over to Fiji and having a break. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think we're going to be thinking of too much Warhammer. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Cool. Okay. Well, we've got, we're going to talk sort of probably if someone got some noise, I don't know what that was. Oh, no, just banging. Um, we're going to run through our game, I think, guys, in terms of and, and see what Josh thinks of our game that we played the other day, Andrew. Yeah, sounds good. That sounds good. Cool. Okay, so Tomb Kings versus Dwarves. We had a 2,000-point game. Sort of, I guess we kept it 2,000 because we had just finished Castle Salt. And we, again, we're yeah. not going to Moab, so there's no use doing a 2,500. Um, and I like 2000, it sort of makes you sort of limit stuff, you know, yeah, uh, and good, good for an evening game. Yeah. 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 It's a good, it's a good size. Yeah. It's intense. You've got to get all the parts working together. You've only <laughs> yeah. got so much you can do. Is there like an official point size? Like is in like a, an official, unofficial, is it, is it two and a half? Is it? I have two? no idea. I think 2250 is probably the level that was probably most common by the end of six back in the day, I think. That was yeah, seen right. as the level so that somewhere in the middle. It wasn't too much, but at the same time you could get a few more toys in than you could get at two thousand. So I think that became the general preference. Yeah. Um, right. Whereas eight eighth, I think two thousand was the go because everything was so much cheaper anyway. I, think it, I thought eighth did twenty four hundred a lot, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, I can't remember. Didn't, yeah, there uh, was some, but there was mostly six, uh, two thousand. I'm was it? Yeah, sure. it could have been. Yeah. I can't because even two thousand, like. The core units are so much cheaper anyway. Yeah. You end up with quite large armies. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I think from thinking people that were back, who were around back in the 6th edition, they, were, they would say that, yeah, 2250. Well, mm, I think you're right because I've seen a few of those pop up. So, yeah, yeah right. cool. So we did that. Um, we'll run through our list, I guess. Um, we probably have to have a caveat right at the, at the start. <laughs> Is that right, Andrew, with your list? Do you want to? I'll run through mine first. Yep. Because right. um, only, the only reason I say that is we're running through battle report pictures, which I might put up on my Itchy Nuisance YouTube channel. Um, so we're just going to run through those battle report pics. Obviously, you're listening to this. You can't see them. So we're not going to go through every picture, but we're using it a bit of a guide. So um, basically, we ended up pretty much battle lining uh, across. There's a, I guess, on the battlefield. Let me just have a look. What do we got on the battlefield in terms of terrain? We we did scatter the train, so but we ended up with like um one side ended up with a hill to the I guess one side on the left, let's just say it's the left, uh little stone outcrop sort of in the middle of the table, impassable, yep. and then a forest to the right. And then the other deployment zone had a 
hill in it, but it's scattered sort of out of the deployment zone fully yeah, in the middle it, of the table. Yeah. Like, so it's like, I guess when we rolled for sides, yeah. Yeah, the 12 the, uh, inches was like smack bang in the middle of that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it had a little bit of impassable terrain on terrain one of the on edges. The edge of it. Yeah, That's right. which made it a yeah. bit. It was kind of an awkward hill, like a dwarf. You always love a hill, but this was like, um, yeah, and I kind of couldn't I fit everything on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I took the the uh, the other side that didn't have that issue, so that was good. Yeah, <laughs> and then there was, um, yeah, there was another wood on the same wood as your side, so two forests pretty much right yeah, next to each true. other. And yeah. then um, on my right, um, in the corner, there was a big sort of impassable rocky outcrop as well. Yeah, yeah. So there's sort of like two sides of the board almost with a couple of sort of ways to get through, but that was about it. Nothing yeah. really much in the middle. It sort of scattered more sort of to the beginnings yeah, of the people's deployment zones. Yeah. But, uh, that was all good. Yeah. So I've got, um, yeah, so I took Tomb Kings. I had one, I had a unit of 20 skeletons, uh, archers, and they were out sort of protecting my, so I'll go from, I guess, my side of the table. So my right flank, which was out near the forest, um, that was about the only thing out there. And then I sort of cast it on the left around that hill a little bit. So I then I had um, another unit of 20 archers, my unit of five um, chariots, which had my tomb king in there as well. Um, they had the banner, which is what I took to Castle Salt, basically that banner, uh, Mirage Standard, I think it's called, where... Um, yeah, five up ward against non-ballistic skill shooting or yeah, yeah it's really good. ballistic skill shooting, you've got to re-roll your hits. Um, they were like right up against the hill, um, which is on the left flank for me. And then I had my, so I had my Screamer Skull catapult um, and casket up on that guy. My Hierophant uh, who could fly was also in that middle unit of archers um, and could that way I could just get him where I needed to. Um, yeah, so... You know, that was one change made from Castle Assault in terms of just having another bunker of sort of troops that he could hang in. Um, and then right out on my left flank on the other side of the hill had my a smaller unit of Tomb Guard than what I did take before, just 16. Again, they had the Undying Banner Legion thing so they can raise themselves back up. And I've just got a Tomb Prince in there because I took a Tomb King out of that unit to put in the chariots. Um, and he's pretty much just got a heavy, uh, sorry, a, a great weapon. That was about it naked apart from that but that unit you know can operate fairly independently as well you know that can heal itself and the tomb prince can at least get it to charge or fight and stuff like that so the main goal i guess for me with that list was you know <laughs> i think we talked about before on oh, that two two in tombs tomb scorpions as well um was just sort of hang back but then hopefully try to deploy my chariots last in order to try find a juicy target to try and you know, at some point do a 24 inch charge or a very long charge. Uh, when I say 24 inch charge, you know, obviously move up seven or eight inches and then hopefully with magic do a charge. Um, but you know, easy said than done as we'll, we'll find yeah. out, but yeah, that's, that was my army. Now, before we move, it's interesting to me that the, um, the tomb guard were sort of out on the flank there. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, I would normally have thought they'd be like a, anvil unit i suppose mm, uh, mm. what were your thoughts there in terms of putting him out there yeah so they they them and the chariots were literally the last thing to drop and i sort of ran out of room so it was like uh and then because of what, where the dwarfs were ending up i thought the chariots are gonna have a better go at charging someone in the middle so i put them there and then i went oh bugger it they can just go out 
that Zoom guard can go out the left. And the fact that I would, I thought, well, he's, and he's also not going to dispel their movement because he's, do you know what I mean? Like, I mm. thought that. Not that um, yeah. And so they can actually get into battle. You know, they can move eight a turn and then hopefully charge as well. So they won't be out there for long, is yeah. my sort of. Um, yeah, I guess it's a um, deceptively mobile army if you can get the movement spells off. Yeah, it just yeah. depends how scared uh, stopping the cast, good or not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. You've got so much stuff that you're trying to stop with your casket and your screaming skull. Um, mm. That and obviously, had you know, so many like smaller casters, it was it's hard juggling exactly what you want to try and get rid of. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, um, I think yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah. Just uh, I did put my tomb. Well, actually, yeah. Do your deployment because then I can tell you tell people where I put the scorpion. Yeah. So on my right, which was facing your tomb guard, I had um, a unit of ten uh, quarrelers just running. Uh, with the uh, great weapon option um, behind um, the little rocky outcrop um, basically was kind of shielded from a lot of things mainly I was trying to stay out of the casket's little line, line of sight, of sight. Yep. Um, and to a lesser extent I suppose the screaming skull um, I'm not too sure if I was 100% in the line of sight there but anyway I had my uh, rune lord with anvil oh yeah before before we get into it, um, with oh, yeah. my list, yep. a little minor boo-boo. <laughs> um, I took two lords. I uh, didn't even think about it. I just... That was all um, the scaven scheming. Yeah, I know. All this scheming and I, I just completely... That was so funny. You handed your up. list over and I went, I don't think you'd have two lords. And they were like, well, maybe you can. Maybe it was a white dwarf thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We checked like, it. Oh, no, no, you can't. Straight up, just, yeah, list destroyed. <laughs> Um, so anyway, yeah, there's Rune Lord on We played his... it anyway. We played <laughs> yeah. it anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Um, next up, we had a Grudge Thrower, so I bought two. Um, this one just had the reroll, the Scattered Ice. Um, so that's quite a, they're quite potent with the reroll. Um, and yeah, Josh, that's proxy, just so if you don't get confused. The cannon wasn't a the cannon. The cannon, yeah. So I don't, I've got a second Grudge Thrower coming. Oh. <gasps> Right. Yep. Um, next up, I had next to that. Oh, so everything's just in a long line, um, just deployed pretty much 11 and three quarters inches, staying out of that 24 range. <laughs> um, just all in one big line. Um, so next across, and, th- and these are all like pretty much back to back. Um, so you can imagine like everything's pretty much spaced, you know, an inch apart. Um, I had a bolt thrower, strength seven. Um, that's pretty good for taking down chariots. Um, work. You know, pretty good in Castle Assault, a couple of chariots here and there. Mm. Um, and then next to them, I've got uh, 12 Slayers, just stock, nothing in there at all. Um, I've ran it a little bit larger before, and I've, I've, you know, that worked a little bit better for me, so I might tweak that later. Um, so these were and, across from the chariots at this point? Yeah, directly yeah. across, yeah. yeah. Um, so basically most of this stuff could fire at, you know, 90% of um, Gomo's army. Gomozami. Um and then the next to my slayers, another inch over, I've got um uh my second grudge thrower. This had the rune for reroll the scatter and plus one strength. Um just one of those things I find having strength five, oh, I don't know if it's worth it, but you know, if if you do get a, a sweet 
little, you know, center template over a unit that is mm. tough four. You're going to yeah. be getting, you know, those extra, extra wounds. Um, then next to that, yeah. I had another bolt thrower. Um, don't know why I'm taking two bolt throwers, but I am. They're just so cheap. They're like 45 points, so why yeah. not? Um, and then next to that, on the start of this hill, um, so this is the problem. I would like to put all my artillery and stuff on a hill, um, although I have found previously that they are a juicy target for flyers and things to come in, your back line, ambushes. Um, I have had problems finding a solution other than spreading everything out um, to defend those um, because usually most people are going to deploy in a bit of a blob anyway. So to get line of sight to that blob, a lot of the time you are sort of forced to put these, you know, war machines together, um, which is a bit unfortunate. Um, anyway, so yeah, next on top of the hill, I had a unit of 19 Longbeards, um, just sword and board or hammer and board. Um, and then right next to them, I had a unit of hammers, uh, which had my Lord in it. Um, he was running uh, one-up save, re-rollable, anti-poison, anti-killing blow. Um, they were immune. The unit was immune to, uh, what was it, fear and, um, and fear and terror. Yep. Um, took that banner, and the Lord also made him a little bit killy. He had a plus one to hit. And he had the rune that makes it a great weapon. So it would be nice to have one extra attack in there. But, I mean, it, it's pretty expensive. And so your um, hammerers were also stubborn. So you've got this unit that yeah. is stubborn. And then you've got another unit that immune to psych, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you've got slayers in there as well. So they, yeah. they weren't moving quickly um, unless you failed a, a stubborn roll, basically. Um, mm -hmm. And then, so I was running no BSB. Um, thinking possibly so the anvil can give you something similar to a BSB um, if you roll high enough um, with the reroll for uh, break checks as well. So that that was my reasoning not to take a BSB. Plus, I didn't have the points. Um, You're running the the second um, dwarf book. Yeah, right? I'm running the second yeah. book. Yeah. Um, and then to my left of that, the left of the hill, there was another unit of twelve slayers, and then there was. Finally, another unit of 10 Quarrelers. I, I ran the Quarrelers long, um, so they could all shoot. I found that Castle Assault. I was only running them um, five wide. I was only getting five shots. So I thought this time I'll run it 10, 10 wide and just see if they're worth taking, really. I'm not a huge fan of Thunderers and Quarrelers. But yeah. Yeah, and so yeah. these were across from what the other the arches? twenty arches, yeah, which yeah. I had yeah. spread out a little bit too. I think there might have been fourteen, and then yeah, six, yeah, I think, just because that um, impassable got in the way anyway. Uh yeah, yeah, Andrew's on Andrew's side. His right hand slayers that are in between his two war machines. I put the in two markers, probably I don't know what was it two inches forward, yeah, right in front of them. Pretty so close, just thinking, yeah. At some point. They're going to land somewhere around that area and hopefully, um, yeah, get into his Do war some machine. Damage. Yep, yep. Um, the slayers will make short work of them, but um, it is what it is. And then, yeah, uh, Andrew won the turn for turn one. So, yeah, is there anything there you want to cover in terms of what your strategy overall was, or or we just yeah? On? So basically, oh well, we can get into it as a sort of turn one, I suppose. You'd pretty much work out what I'm doing. Um, but basically, you kind of had. Four 
sort of anvils, choppy anvils a bit. Um, so I was hoping to get charged by either, you know, any one of your big units into either the Slayers, the Hammerers, or the other Slayer unit, and then hopefully have the ability to flank from one of the other units. Um, the Longbeards were hanging back a little bit um, just because they're not stubborn. Um, and Longbeards aren't... They're all right in combat, but um, yeah, I have had them run before if you if you do enough wounds to them just because they're not stubborn and, you know, they only put out, you know, what, six attacks in the front rank. So without a character in there, they're not they're not fantastic. Um, so yeah, I basically... Me being me, I was looking at those two blocks just going, I don't know who's better and I don't want to touch them. <laughs> yeah. I'm so scarred with big blocks of dwarves, but I don't know. Maybe it's just if somebody puts a character in there, like I've had people yeah. come in with characters and, you know, it's, it's one of those things. As soon as you've got a character in there starting to add wounds on top of just, you know, the standard unit, I think that's what really sort of racks those, um racks those sort of combat res points up yeah. um so yeah basically i moved up um with my slayers uh i moved up with um my long beards and my um uh hammers and i was sort of i suppose semi baiting you into a charge but yeah. i had this idea of what i was going to do um as you know so what i've done um I thought, well, this is the problem I had is that chariot unit was quite deadly. Um, and I didn't know if my um, 12 odd uh, slayers were going to be able to basically absorb that many wounds. So, you know, um, there was it was a gamble, but we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, well, the other thing too, sorry, I did miss another magic item, the uh, Tomb King. Because uh, he has the plus, he has some magic item that gives him the toughness five, but he also had the chariot uh, of fire, something enchantment or whatever. So his yeah. chariot has d six plus one impact hits. So the unit in the three wide, as they were, was doing yeah d six um, plus two d three plus one strength four hits on the charge. So depending on how how good you rolled, how good I rolled, yeah. it, you know, mm. it potentially could take a chunk of. Dwarves yeah, out. well, that's it. You could lose six or seven just on the bloody impact hits, um, yeah. potentially. And then if um, you can get a fight off, I've got six horses. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five attacks plus then around a combat. It, yeah, it was pretty dicey. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. And obviously, yeah. So, but anyway, we'll see. We'll see how that one went. Um, but yeah. So in shooting, um, I basically got off um i think i started with the anvil yeah and half yeah thing. so i got off the the half movement um and it's uh what is it d6 strength four hits or something yeah. i don't think it did much in the end i think you took um, a chariot oh uh, maybe you did a wound and then you took a chariot off with something yeah else. while shooting i was shooting everything at it um yeah. basically uh, this is my big problem. I think it was turn one and um, yeah, my misfired. strength seven. Yeah, misfired. Oh. So I lost I lost my good uh, straight away and it was gone for two turns. Is that the, um, um, the extra strength three roller one? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the grudge thrower. Um, and then, yeah, uh, I th think my other one hit that turn. 
Um, but it didn't do. Oh, it might yet. Yeah. I took a chariot off. I think or whatever you got two wounds or something, but then yeah, it wasn't a lot. The whole seven, so it took it off. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Right. So he lost a chariot or whatever it yeah. was, but there wasn't. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're getting d six wounds. That's what I was hoping for. I'm like, if I get a even some partials in there, maybe I could knock off two chariots. You know, from a grudge thrower. Um, but yeah, obviously, that that was the thought, and I got one. It's not too bad. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Other than that, yeah. My um. Other shooting was archer. <laughs> yes. Uh. Quallers were shooting at your archers, and then I think um. I was doing a bunch of shooting at your casket. And yeah, you went for the casket, but just hit the <sighs> casket. I think. Oh, I hit the casket that many times. It wasn't funny. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. So yeah, that that was that. So that that was a bit of wasted shooting on that side. Um. But yeah, that. That was pretty much that turn, might wasn't as, it? So infantry well was all, yeah. Like Wait. if you're shooting at the tomb guard, they're gonna. I feel like that unit's gonna regenerate itself. Really well, that that's the problem you've got. Ah, <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So there was no use shooting that, because um, that um, the banner goes off first and instantly, so it's always yeah. gonna heal stuff, and you're not gonna dispel it. Oh yeah, you're not gonna waste a dice dispelling no. it. Nah. So, well, that's that was the problem. I sort of I had those limited. Uh, I sort of came in thinking, all right, I really need to get rid of this casket straight up. Um, but at the same time, I was trying to keep your chariots, you know, a little bit subdued, I suppose. Um, but that that's the problem you've got, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, so I didn't – so, yeah, went into Tomb King term one. I did – like I said, I moved those Tomb Guard up four inches as much as they could, and I moved the chariots up about three inches or something or two inches, just enough – um, to sort of get ready because I thought what's going to happen is I, I by now I knew he was coming at me so I thought well I don't want to just race up but I might as well see what I can do with at least another round of shooting so I just moved up a little bit in case I wanted to do a full move with magic down the tr for next turn and then charge so um, that was about it um, I don't think anything else moved is that right no, no. And then I would have gone through and um, tried to get, I'm trying to think, I probably would have made the archers shoot, I think I did, and maybe tried yeah. the slayers, and I don't even know if I got one. Um, and then I made the catapult shoot um, and got a hit on your long beards and yeah. took off mm. some. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good. That was it. So that was in magic. Um, and then my actual wizards like well the pyrophant or one of them healed the chariot back um and i think you dispelled the casket and here's another shot so what was that that would have been shooting yeah, now so they're yeah. going for shooting yeah. and it diverted but still killed a couple i think yeah so your first one i think you you had the perfect point for the long beards yeah. and then it yeah scattered those four inches off and hit the yeah the, the um, hammers anyway, or whatever at the back yeah two off it must yeah. be nice having multiple shots a turn. You can really oh, get your yeah, eye. You, yeah, you yeah, yeah. So it's so like, I'm like, hang on, is it magic or shooting phase? What is this? You get totally <laughs> confused what phase it is. Um, so, yeah, no, I did get a couple. And look, you know, with dwarf units, yeah, if you can take a few off a turn and you get them down to just 10, then they're much more manageable, I guess. Yeah. What you can do. Uh, and I think after that you decided, yeah, t your turn too, time to... You started moving yes, up. Very more aggressive dwarf movement. I know it was not like, running wow, across the board. Mean. Yeah, uh, six inches at a time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, pressed. Um, 
in a way, like I was saying before, where I was trying to basically be able to absorb a charge from, let's face it, the chariot unit into any one of those units and hope that they would hold. Um, the hammers were pretty solid. Obviously, I lost a few um, of the slayers, I believe. Um, so they're a bit funny. And then same with the long beards. I just wasn't entirely convinced that they were just going to hold. But, you know, what are you going to do? So we press forward. Yeah. Um, if, shooting. One question. Oh. If if um, the, grudge thrower, the grudge thrower hadn't misfired, would you have still felt the pressure to advance? Or with that extra firepower, would you might have actually felt like you could outshoot him? I tried that. So uh, Colin and myself had a well, similar-ish matchup, I suppose. And... I can't shoot enough, basically, um, that he can't regenerate back. Yeah, right. And then I found that last time that he was just whittling me down. Um, you know, you lose three or four here and there, and then, you know, a couple of turns in, you're like, oh, I'm missing a rank and a half. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah it's it's it, it's actually a really difficult matchup for me. Yeah. I, I don't know if Must people be. in general for dwarves have got problems with undead just you know, bringing themselves back. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I think I got, I did get it back up again, didn't I? My, um, uh, the anvil. Yeah, you did another shot at me. Yeah. It took another chariot. They just kept taking that one chariot. Yeah. And I kept bringing it back. Yeah, yeah. so I wasn't doing Crazy huge point. amounts of damage. Um, I don't know if it was this turn where I misfired again on my other. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like you did. Oh, yes, that's right. You misfired on that one as well. Yeah. The other, the so other grudge thrower. I think that shot was where I had it. Oh, it was maybe. like smack bang in the middle. Yep. And oh. then and then she misfired. So now I've got oh, two man. two waiting. Um yeah. and then I started plucking away with my um this is the problem is I'm I started shooting him with my uh bolt throwers. Yeah, but, but then I've got to re roll successful yeah. hits. And then obviously he's getting a five-up ward oh, from my, yeah, yeah. So he's really good against shooting. Like I'm, yeah, it's just one yeah. of those things. Um, and then one of my bolt throwers, I thought, stuff it. I'm just gonna start shooting. I think it was just shooting his casket, but just, yeah. just kept missing. So, so yeah. Well, that was that. Um, and then yeah, I think it's up to Colin's turn, wasn't it? I don't, yeah, I don't know what this is. Uh, that looks like you did hit something. You did take off a chariot that turn, so I'm not sure. That could have been the anvil. Could have been the anvil of the bolt throwers. Ah, uh, yeah. Could have yeah. Been. Uh, yeah, then Tomb, Tomb King turn two. My left scorpion from my side, which was closest to his anvil, actually Ooh. came up. Um, I think it was a full hit, so basically I could uh, just charged uh, into his um, disabled... Um, yeah. yeah, grudge thrower with an overrun that would take me into the amble. Actually, I did find a FAQ on that, that yes, once the crew are gone, the war machine, you can leave it there, obviously, what I was saying, because you can recrew it, yep. but it, it doesn't hinder any movement um, in terms of overruns and all that. So, yeah, right. um, so you right. can just ignore it as long as the crew are dead, which is cool. Um, unlike the other issue I did later in the game. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so then my tomb guard moved up as much as they could. And because I've got this four inch, so I've still got this half movement on my tomb, my chariot. So there's, I could generally, if that wasn't there, I could have charged those slayers now. Well, not charged them, but I could have risked 
this is the thing. Do I risk move up and hope to get a magic off? Because he's going to throw his dispel dice at that. Yeah. So it's one of these things that even though you feel like you've got the power to do it, uh, yeah, in this you, situation, it's pretty risky because I'm yeah. going to get flank charge. So. Well, I had seven dice, yeah. So. Yeah, seven yeah. dice. Oh, and I'm only true. being able to throw two dice at that movement spell. Yeah, and you, so. were, you didn't have any pressing need to do that either. Like, no, you, you've no. got him coming towards you. You can, yeah. you can afford to wait and be more cagey anyway. Yeah, so that's basically what I do. Just sat there. I think I don't even know if I moved. I can't remember. Um, probably tried to shoot some... <laughs> I don't think I've killed any slayers have I over there. I can't remember. On the on right, the right on the right, there was a couple. You did whittle me down oh, yeah, very slowly. Sorry, yeah, yeah, you've got that rank. So I have been whittling them down. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just seeing if anything was there. No, I don't think anything happened on that shot. Yeah. So my scorpion went into the grudge troll, killed them, and overran into the anvil. So at least now he's not going to be able to stop my chariots from moving now, which is good. Yeah. Um. And then that was, yeah, that was my turn, really. I don't think, I think you did stop the cask. Uh, it didn't, did you? I don't think it did anything the first two turns. Yeah, oh, I, I think. might have taken a few quarrelers off and stuff at one point, did it? Yeah, I think I stopped it the first couple of turns and then there was just too much going on and I just had to let it go off yeah. later. And it started to take your war machines off. Yeah, it started hitting my war machines. Yeah, so then your turn three. Uh, yeah. More forward. Yeah, so my turn three, this is sort of uh, where I was really trying to push everything close together um, in a way where the long beards could just sneak through that hole. Um, so basically, I positioned um, uh, my slayers forward, and then uh, I also moved my... Um, basically my hammer is forward and they were both sort of staring directly at your chariot unit. And then I had my long beards, yeah, just a smidge back. Um, but there was enough room where the long beards could sort of still charge through. And then hopefully depending on how you ended up, they might be able to get a, a flank. Um, just depends on how you put the chariots. Like obviously if you, if you went, um, more to the right, obviously looking at this picture now, um, you couldn't have, um, oh, I couldn't have got a flank off, but um, we'll, we'll see where we end up. But basically that was my plan, was hopefully let you charge. I mean, I was running out of slayers at that point. Um, you got nine by the look of it. Yeah. Mm. So this was sort of the problem um, was going to be if you charge, there's a good chance you're just going to blow through them. And I was kind of, you know, left with the hope of a, the prospect of a, a, a short overrun or the fact that you were just going to overrun into my long beards. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens out of that. Um, um, and yeah, my slayers kept moving up on the, my left flank at your skeleton archers that kept. Just slowly pipping them off. <laughs> um, but I still had quite a few at this point. I think you've knocked off, what, four there so yeah. far? Turn three? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was oh, shooting again. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, wasn't wasn't having the greatest time um, with my war machines. But, um, hey, it's a dice game, isn't it? Maybe, <laughs> that, wasn't, that, maybe that wasn't your misfire dice. Maybe that was mine because it looks like I've lost a chariot. Did you? Ah, uh, possibly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You might have hit. That might could have, have been. Pipped. Yeah. yeah, you might have pipped one off. Pipped one off. 
Um, then it looks like we go into combat, and I think I killing blowed your rune lord. I was that, don't oh, no, think it was this. No, it wasn't this, yet. No, not yet. It's, it actually it's, stayed there for quite a bit. We, yeah, it was. Yeah, I think so we had the, a couple the of scorpion versus the um, yeah. Uh, what's it? The anvil. Yeah, He's got a rune lord there, and I just was throwing all four attacks into that type with a killing blow, but I wasn't getting it. And then he was winning the combat by one, but I didn't crumble because I'm a construct. So we just sat there. This happened just sat there, two yeah. turns in a row or something. Yeah. 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 Uh, then we go to Tomb King turn three, uh, and I did get my second scorpion up and it misfired. And Andrew kindly put it right down the on a board edge right out uh, of the game. This corner away from anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, does make me wonder if I can't remember it's special, isn't it? Can I bring three of them? Maybe I can. I don't know. I'll have to. It is special. I think it's special. So. Depends on the players pack. Some occasionally you get a players pack where it says no more than two of the same special unit. Okay. Sometimes yeah. it depends on. Yeah. So I can't remember if we're. This must have been. This must have been an actual charge. You must have been within sixteen, and I've done a charge straight yeah. into yep. your. You did. Uh, yeah, and I positioned the chariots so when they overran, they would miss the long beards. Um, because yep. I maximize, I have to maximize. Well, I mean, they are maximized both ways, but you only have to maximize your own. Um, and that was it in terms of movement, I believe. And then on the magic phase, I got a charge off. And I can't remember if you tried to dispel that one or not. I've, I've got a feeling I did, but. At the same time, I remember you were trying to get off um, an attack as well. Yeah. Before, so yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's sort of like you know, what's a lesser of two evils, I suppose. Yeah, um, I think you did try. Yeah, it's pretty important. One. That, yeah, like, them going in the flight. I was very oh yeah, so probably should about describe it. that like, for the listeners. Yeah, so yeah, now the tomb guard the, they've got a flank charge on the slayers. So he's he's right hand slayers. Guard. <laughs> Yeah, have got a flanking tomb guard and the two the chariots in, in their front. Yeah, I was uh, really surprised about that. When I saw the tomb guard were way out in the flank, I'm like, oh, they're not going to do anything. Why are they out there? Like, that's not going to... They're not going to infect the game. They're in the flank yeah. of the slayers. And, and if we played the um, rules right, massive. as we'll go into in a minute, they probably could have technically been the saviors, I think, maybe, because I think the chariots would have been in a bit of trouble. But anyway, we'll yeah. get to there. Yeah. Um, so they no, go in, so. uh, the, that must been Screaming Skull, probably took out a few more. Uh, did it take any out? Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah. The ha anyway. yeah, that the hammer unit wasn't, it, it was definitely missing quite a few by the yeah. end of it. So I probably did hit a few more. Um, I reformed my middle skeletons just as a block to get ready to possibly charge up to stop his hammers uh going into the flank if i got stuck that was going to be my plan but i don't know if they were going to get there but that's sort of what i thought just you know yeah amble unit um and i flew my horophon out of there because i knew at some point they're going to get charged so you had to get out of there um so he's just behind the hill sort of um so he can't be seen by the bolt throwers basically yep um yeah it looks like i did hit a few yes i have so your hammers have only got Two, one complete rank with two or three guys in the, the, yeah. the third one. So they're pretty depleted, at least for, you know, by fighting the combat units can now yeah, take yeah, them yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, looks like you've lost your grudge throw at the top. So I wonder if that was a casket. 
Yeah, it definitely could have been. Um, I remember the cask was definitely doing some damage because um, obviously you're, you're trying to do these extra attacks and whatnot yeah. um, with your, in your magic phase, and I was just trying to prioritize them. To me, to me, they're all... Those war machines are dead, effectively. Yeah. That's the way I was looking at it with the yeah. scorpion back there. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, the scorpion whiffed. Uh, so we go into Tomb King turn three. Uh, sorry, we are in Tomb, Tomb, uh, Tomb King turn three, but the, the combat, yep. uh, I think four slayers die to... Four or five must have died to the impact hits. Yeah. Um, and this is the controversial part. So, and then <laughs> with the attacks yeah. from my lord and tomb guard, um, basically killed all his slayers. Did uh, you? And then kill it was them down to, to the man. Or it was like, did you have an attack left over? Oh, it was that close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still pretty close. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um. Yeah, and then so we over, I rolled the overruns and then, I don't know, and now in hindsight I'm sitting here going, I must have a brain fart, but I just, I don't know, for some, and I, I don't know, Andrew, maybe like you you can talk to, to us about it or not, but I didn't feel like you were questioning this move initially too bad and then obviously we were chatting to Josh because this is pretty bad for you. Like basically what's, what I've done so for the listeners, my tomb guard pursued into the flank of his... Uh, long beards and my chariots went forward over the tomb guard um, and just rolled enough mm. to sort of fudge it by moving my back chariot. It's a bit hard to s- describe, but since then we've at least asked around and everyone's saying, no, you can't sort of just go over your own troops in a pursuit and an mm. overrun. But for some reason in Castle Assault, someone told me because a similar thing happened like this and they just did it. And I think I just thought it was a rule. <laughs> and then I think we were asking yeah. Josh and you didn't Well, I know. remember you were saying that. Yeah, you were saying, yeah. or somebody yeah, was saying something know. similar happened. Um, but yeah. look, I, I don't know the rules well enough. I only know Is it eight, even a rule in 8th so... or not? Or you had to stop? It is. It's a... I think it is. I think it is you, a rule in I thought you had to stop. Yeah. In 8th and 7th yeah. it says, because I mean, I think you, you treat, even though it's an overrun, for in terms of the movement, you treat it as a pursuit for like the limitations right. of it. Um, and for pursuing into fresh enemies and that type of thing. Um, and in the sixth book, it doesn't say what you do with a pursuit move if you hit friendly no, units. Not friendly, yeah. no. It just says you stop at impassable or you charge an enemy, and that's it. Whereas yeah. in seventh and the eighth books, they specifically say as well as impassable, you stop if you hit friendly units an inch away. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that was probably the intent. They just didn't actually specify it in the sixth yeah. book. It's so yeah. funny. I was saying to Andrew, like, straight away we did this, we're like, I've had two games with Andrew now, but I've had seven games or whatever it is of seven or eight games of six. And this has come up obviously twice. Yeah. So how the hell have they not play tested it when they wrote, like, why is that not written into the rules? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how many, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's not really that, given it's a rank and flank game, it's, it can't be a rare occurrence. No. Now, interestingly, when you said, because I was wondering in my head when we, when we worked out that maybe we played it wrong, I was thinking you still have the option of either having the chariots block the tomb guard, tomb guard, or the tomb guard block the chariots, depending on which one you'd go is is overrunning first. But now, but now I'm picturing how that how you line up the chariots. You actually probably yeah, can't go past nah. the tomb guard because they're nah, actually no, the tomb guard already. My tomb yeah. guard right in the way. Yeah, and yeah. and I would have done that. I would have had to just move the tomb guard, try to take out those long beards, and say goodbye. Potentially say goodbye to the so slayers, different. uh the chariots, because he's. These lords in that other unit, which would have hit um, my chat. Now, having said that, I remember in my head after this, I didn't even think much of this. I just thought, 
Like I wasn't doing it to try and get an advantage. I just thought that was the rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't until afterwards game. I'm going, not- shit, this is actually a pretty critical thing to get wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. It's a friendly game, but like, I mean, like I, I don't really care because it's like mm. it's a friendly game and it's not like you're going out trying to be one of those guys who make your own rules up to suit your own situation. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like I- it, it made sense. Yeah, that, in the moment, you know. like thematically, it make it feels right that both units can move forward. Like it actually mm-hmm. makes less it's less intuitive that one of the units is just stuck there in a way. Yeah, you sort of think the obviously rule, if it happened in real life, be... the chariots would just fly past and the tomb guy go, oh, shit, yeah. okay. Well I'll let them go and then I'll run. <laughs> yeah. But but technically how the game works, yeah, we shouldn't have played yeah. it like it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a big moment because the, right now what we're looking at is the chariots are probably, I don't know, eight inches away from his war machines now and his long beards have tomb guard in his flank and his hammerers with his Lord don't really have a target. Sitting out the wind. Skeletons. (laughs) (laughs) So so, you had an extra couple of slays in that unit. eh? Yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing, isn't it? So yeah. Because you were saying you had a bigger unit in the Castle Assault. Is that what, like how many did you have in, in the unit yeah, in the Castle? I, I didn't have that many more. I had um like two two more, I think. But, oh, is that all? But they just they they just stood around a little bit longer. But right. I, I I can't look, I've only played one game with this amount, but I just felt like they you know, it you can maybe get ten wounds off, you know, in a a round of combat, like a good one. Like something like where Col- uh, Gomo's like Gomo's come forward with his chariots, mm. you, you wouldn't think ten would be unheard of with that sort of unit going into you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially with no save and whatnot. But obviously, you know, if if you had a unit of fifteen, you'd need... they would have stayed easily. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine. Yeah. 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 So. Had you taken a couple of wounds before the combat as well? Yeah. Yeah. It was down no, to my... what nine. <clears throat> so my middle archers have just been shooting yeah. them. <clears throat> yeah, that's the only thing I had to shoot them really. Yeah. So I just kept shooting them and eventually got a few off. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, I didn't target artillery at them. I don't think it was just archers, and I was double shooting the archers with the magic sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, yeah turn so... three, four dwarves. Now he, yeah, yep, going into <clears throat> finally charging something. <laughs> um, so on my uh, left and. Uh, Gomo's right. He had his single um, unit of archers that were slowly shooting away at my slayers. Um, so my slayers finally charged in. Funnily enough, this is one of the problems, I suppose. Um, without having uh, move and shoot with my quarrelers in the back, they've just been sitting back and just shooting at these skeletons. Mm. But they haven't really done a whole lot of damage, as you can see. Um, and because they they're mo- oh, they took taken... a few off. Yeah, it's like six or something. Yeah, is right. that a difference between the first and the second book that you lose move fire or something? Uh, or is it, or are you thinking of, of the handgunners. Yeah, I think it is the handgunners. Yeah, okay. um, but obviously you get plus one to hits. Oh, I'm I'm not sure, but I I have heard yeah the handgunners are are a lot better for dwarves um, than the standard handguns. Um, but there's other perks to the second book that I think definitely outweigh that first book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyway, um, running out of options on where to take the hammers, um, and obviously, uh, Gomo's, uh, reformed his skeletons. That's given me enough that I was comfortable with a six inch charge. 
which is what I've done. Um, so the hammers went into his uh, other the skeleton old, archer yeah, unit. Arches. Yeah, the middle mm-hmm. archers, and he flew his. Uh, is it Hierophant? What what's the bloke you flew out of there? Yeah, flew him out of there behind the hill the turn before. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, that you know, two low value units. I'm sure Gomo was more than happy for me to yeah. Yeah. plug away at those <laughs> while he was tidying up the rest of my army. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's where that was movement wise. Um, oh yeah, your quarrel is yeah, on the right. Started I just started. I just started. Yeah. So I yeah. think I did three. Oh, for, you're going for quarter. Uh, I was. I was going for a yeah. quarter. I think. Or I was just moving yeah. them up. Um, yeah. Either for a quarter or to have a go at your casket. Oh, I think it was too late to get there anyway. But yeah. I, I've had three rounds of shooting at your casket, and it's done nothing. Absolutely yeah. nothing. Like that's. Mm. I've I've been shooting bolt throwers at it. I've been shooting quarrelers at it, and I don't think it took a wound, did it? Like, no, no. You, well, you can't take a wound. It's a waste of time. Like you know, I mean, you disregard wound hits to the casket. Oh, but so you're oh, just not, trying not, to hit not the casket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. guys. Yeah, no, the guys just didn't take anything. Yeah. No, nah, no. Nah, you kept hitting the casket, I think, or maybe rolling a one once. I think. Wounding yeah. Two yeah. Oh, just... so you got a wound through it, and you failed to wound yeah, anyway. Like uh... <laughs> yeah. So all this, all this shooting has just done nothing. Um, I. This might be the killing blow. I think it's yeah, by turn uh, four, I might have killing blowed his rune. It was about turn four, yeah, because uh, I started losing magic. I remember that. But you didn't um, run or anything, even though you would have lost that run. I think you might have lost all that one, or maybe it was a draw. Yeah, so he's unbreakable. Um, so you just and, stay there. Yeah, we just stayed there. Um, yeah. You know, I wasn't... It's not too... I think he had, what, four-odd attacks. Um mm. Old mate, the Rune Lord's weapon skill six. The other guys are weapon skill five. The, yeah, so it um, makes guards. him harder. Like I could, I'm hitting on fours. Yeah, but then yeah. wounding on like threes or twos or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's just that strength. I think I was that strength. Um, for your tough five and just couldn't. Yeah. Just so couldn't just, get the wounds through. Yeah, we're both just like pillow fighting most yeah, of the yeah. time until I rolled a six. <laughs> All you need is one six. Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah, the. Yeah. The <laughs> hammers and dying. the yeah hammers and the um. Slayers were going to town. Not enough with combat res to um, evaporate the units, but um, they were down to, what, 10-odd, I think, by the end of it. Yeah, um, yeah so your, so for this round, it was um, the first round of combat where your tomb guard oh, uh, went right. into my flank. Um, Back in the center. Yeah, it went, obviously, as you'd expect. Um, I only had, I think, two attacks and... You had your uh, character in there. Um, probably don't remember, but I think I was. It was close to an auto break, or it was an mm, auto break. It was an auto break, maybe that one. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, <clears throat> ran me down. I think um, I rolled eight, and you rolled seven, but I had minus one. Yes, that's what it was. It was. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was, caught me. So I was like, oh yeah, this is this is all over. So yeah. yeah. And then Tomb King 4, so those chariots got a charge at his uh, right-hand bolt thrower. Um, and then I reformed my Tomb Guard to get a rear magic charge <laughs> on his hammerers. So that's what, that was the plan there, Yep. Um, which I still caught up with my nine archers. So that was what I was trying to do there. I think in magic... Um, 
so this is where it got fun. I think in magic, I might have even tried to heal those skeletons up a bit, or maybe. Oh, that's right. That was nah. going to be my plan. I was yeah, out you of range. Were. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that'll be right. I should have uh. thought of that. Um, because I probably could have flown. I could have risked. Fly, uh, yeah, see, I could have probably. My smart move would have been fly them behind so your bolt thrower can't see my guy through, you know, the units are blocking him, but yep. outside of 12 inch, so even if you destroyed my skellies, uh, well, no, you wouldn't even overrun. I wouldn't even matter because you're not in a charge there. So you wouldn't overrun, would you? So I could just sit behind those skeletons. Outside of uh, six inches. Out of six inches and you couldn't get my guy. I think so that that's where I was keeping my dice, but like my dice were very... Oh, no, but I mean, it, I could have flown over there. Oh, you mean for healing? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for yeah, dispel. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, that, that was my big one. Because um, if they healed, um, I was I was dead. Yeah. And then I did try to magic the move into the rear, but that was where we needed Josh's. Oh, with the tomb guard? Yeah, something happened yeah. with the one. What was it? I only rolled, because I only rolled one dice, and you rolled one dice and rolled a one or a two. We weren't sure if it was a fail. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, Remember that it wasn't. That was so he did dispel yeah, it. Yeah, there's no minimum for dispelling. <clears throat> yeah, that's, that yeah. was the question there. Oh, and then I was even so yeah, that was the funny thing. We come to shooting and I'm like, there's not much to shoot. There's only a bolt. Oh, that's right. And I'm going, I bet you I kill myself. And what did I do? I blew up <laughs> yeah. my cast by screaming skull catapult, trying to kill his bolt thrower. I said, Points for like, Andrew. Because yeah. I'd like, yeah, I'd fired it so it had. God, God, I think I rolled four hits over the first two turns. So I was like, it's yeah. done its job. I should I shouldn't just shoot. I should just leave yeah. it. Made its but points it blew back. Up. Yeah. <clears throat> uh so Tomb King turn four in over the left flank of the dwarves, I should say. The skellies are dead now with, with the slayers out there. The yep. Yep. Um looks like you took off only four skeletons, the hammerers. hammerers That's weird. The yeah. So starting to whiff there. So yeah, I did. I did with pretty bad on and that one. There's a dead dwarf too. So it looks like you killed four skellies and I killed one dwarf. Yeah. Um, Which was, yeah, quite. I was. I remembered it was because I wanted to turn around and I did only you had the next turn to be able to do I it. I can't remember. Was that, not. Was that nah, not this in turn. combat or was, was that in combat turn. res as well? Nah, it would have been after, I reckon. I remember, no. there, there was like four or five left. Um, oh, that's combat res there because I uh, yeah. I had one rank, a standard. Yeah. Oh, hang on. No, I wouldn't have got to five. Oh, maybe that was me on three. Oh, yeah, my, I'm the blue dice. Yeah, so I had three and he had five. Um, and yeah. so I must have lost another two skellies or something like that. Yeah, because so I, I had like an out number. <clears throat> I had a rank. Um, and then I th- I've got a feeling I only had like one or two kills. Like it was real, it was real bad. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. where I, I rolled those uh, heap of ones. Yeah, maybe. I just remember yeah. there was a massive whiff. And it was just with ones, it was just like, no. So turn five, you then, that's funny, just I should have said turn four, I started. Move, I was trying to move my scorpion into the game that it put way Slowly, out. Slowly, yeah. But then when I got close to these troll slayers, I went, well, hang on, a troll slayer is just going to wipe my guy. So I just kept moving him back. <laughs> <laughs> so his troll slayers are out of the left flank trying to chase my scorpion down, but I wasn't going to let him within six. So. Yeah. Well, I was trying to go for that table corner because I think yeah. – um, Obviously, I was going to outnumber you, so I'm like, yes, well, I'll just face right. you, and if you want to charge me, well, Basically, go right ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so moving up, um, still, this is my movement. Um, I was moving the quarrelers up, 
Um, they weren't doing a whole lot. Um, and then, yeah, just went pretty much to combat. Um, and then, yeah, finally got through those last five archers and with sat there. Hammers. Yep, yep, sat and there. With my hammers. Strong, and just with sat the there. guard in the background <laughs> going, yeah, yeah, I'm within eight. You can't stop <laughs> yeah. the charging. Uh, yeah. So we're going to turn, oh, no, turn five. This, sorry, I've done that wrong. That must be Tomb King turn five. Yep. I get a charge off Yep. into the rear of your hammers with my Tomb Guard. Yeah, and I remembered we were talking about fleeing and I was thinking about fleeing, That's but then right. I was yeah. I was lucky you reminded me that your Hierophant or whatever his name is uh, could fly mm. um, as well. So it was one of those things and then we're kind of back and forthing, but we'd, I'd already made the decision to hold um, and then I think we kept going and then it was like we later found out that what you declare everything? Yeah, got to then... Yes, yeah. So you should yeah. have you should have known before you said that you were going to hold that I would I would have had to decide if I want to charge my yeah high oh, mate in. Yeah. yeah yeah. Whereas I think in eighth it was yeah sequential. You go yeah. charge. Yeah, it was charge declare. Yeah, which which could you'd end up with weird things like standing and shooting and then fleeing. Um, yeah, which I always felt was slightly strange. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, look, it's it's all about learning the rules, isn't it? Um, mm. So, yeah. yeah, from there, I, I so stayed. In that case, would have, because I remember we did talk about that, and then I said, well, in this case, uh, I'll, do you want it? Yeah, so it was a weird one because you sort of like played your hand already. Like, Well, well I already made the choice, so yeah. Yeah, well, like, well, yeah but uh, yeah, and there was no way, if I'd known that rule properly, like we weren't totally sure, I wouldn't yeah. have declared my Hierophant into there because yeah. he's going to get no. killed. So. It was only if it was worked the other way, which it didn't anyway. So yeah, which it did know. anyway. So it's yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I mean, it's a friendly game, and uh, you know, it was, it was one of these things anyway. So it's just like, yeah, who cares? And then um, the chariot killed the bolt thrower yeah. that it charged, <laughs> and then just reformed to face um, the last bolt thrower. That must have been last turn. So uh, oh, I must have. I can't remember. That must have been last turn. I turned it. I can't remember. Yeah, it I think make so. Sense because you can't reform on. Combat. Yeah, I think so that's what you I did. I think that was yeah. last turn. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's probably where I've forgotten too that I'm fast cab still, but I mean, not that it matters. I still would have to charge this next turn. So, um, and then I'm just sorry, I'm just looking. Where's your slayers? They're just not in the picture. Um, still out there. I think yeah, I just moved be... your scorpions back. Sorry, I'm not describing what I'm seeing here. Yeah, the um, I'm just trying to remember some your. Why did I was did I cask it off your last bolt thrower then? I'd or say did they run away. No, uh, no, nah. nah, nah. Well, this um, I don't think they run. Nah, that must maybe. have been when I casket it off. I'm I pretty think. sure it was casket because your casket yeah. was smashing me. Taking some more that. machines. Yeah, so I think um, I think I was planning on yeah. So they were. Yeah, so my chariots had I had moved them to charge that bolt throw in my last turn, but now in my last turn, which we'll get to, I didn't have to because it's already dead from the casket. Yeah. Um, well, this is second last turn, isn't it? Because there's yeah, one more turn. Yeah, second yeah. last turn. So yeah. then the um, in combat, the amble goes now. He's yep. dead. Well, and then the tomb guard attack your hammerers, and did I not? Ki did I only get one? Yeah, they didn't do that well. 
yeah, um, in that yeah. first round of combat. And I took off the hammer that left my lord to be able to hit back. That's right. Yes. <laughs> That's, That's right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So is I could actually finally do some damage, but stubborn, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Without the re-roll. <clears throat> and then Dwarf 6, yeah, your oh, coral is formed. Fear, they? so they're not breaking. Yeah. Yeah, they're immune yeah. to fear, yeah. Yeah, yeah they've got the banner. banner. Yeah. The banner yeah. saved you in that situation, I think. Auto break otherwise. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The banner's um, the banner. Well, no, sorry. The So the no. banner, um, they've got the king in that unit. So their bodyguard makes them... Sorry, that banner is in the Longbeards. They've got oh. the king, and they're immune to fear and terror. Oh, it's just the rule of the unit. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's their nice. bodyguard rule. Yeah. Um, yep. But he's got to have a dwarf lord in there. Yeah. So it's not just a thane. Or general or whatever. Yeah, oh, I think so. Oh, it's a general. Dwarf no, general. no, no. No, no. It is. He's got to have, um, oh, what is it? Something blood. Royal blood rule. Okay. Which is right. only for a, yeah, a lord. So your quarrel is reformed right in the middle, I think, to sort of contest table yep. pause or tried to or something. Um. And then what happened? This must have been you took my champ out you, yeah. in the challenge with the door flawed. Yes, yeah. that's right. Your door flawed. I issued a challenge. You took it and you wiped him out. Yep. I don't know what the two sixes I rolled there are. Something. Oh, maybe that's the break. Maybe. No, the maybe next that one's was your. Break. No, it's this one. An eleven on the break that's the break test. test. With your yeah. Needed a 10, got an 11. And overran they them, got them. Didn't run very far. Nah. Little dwarf legs. So, yeah, you didn't lose legs. it by, I mean, you were stubborn anyway, but you still failed on 11, ran. And then yep. in my last, uh, in dwarf, this again, this is Tomb King turn six. So I've got to yep. fix these labels up. Um, my chariots, this is when I remembered finally that they are fast, Kevin. I just moved them straight over here. And then magic them <laughs> yeah. into the combat with the quarrelers out on the on his right flank. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember if I killed them or they ran away, but they're not there in the picture. Yeah, it's probably another auto break. I've I've got a feeling he killed them all, but yeah, yeah. it might have been. Yeah, uh, and that was it. That was the game. Obviously, then. Um, and I think we worked it out. I don't know. My, my it was a big victory. Oh, we did it. It was a big major victory. Or whatever. Like Fifteen hundred yeah. odd points or something. So, yeah, I mean, there's a big boo-boo uh, in the middle with the overrun, which would have, I think you would have killed those chariots and then. I reckon it's about 50-50. I was working it out because I, I measured it after um, everything had moved just for shits right. and giggles. And it was a five to five and a half at the absolute most, including a little wheel. Because um, if you had a look at the front of that long bid unit, I was actually overlapping it. So it was actually, yeah. it was pretty close. But, I mean... I don't think I would have. It, it was it was pretty close, but I mean, at the end of the day, I've only got four attacks from the Lord. You know, he might get three through. Mm. Um, I got five attacks from the rest of the unit. I might get three through. So it's only six six wounds there. I only had one rank at a flank at a banner. You know, I'm, I might only pop another mm. chariot. He's still got one sitting there. Yeah, if I just um, have one left, then the tomb guard we already knew were going to kill your longbeards. Yeah. Then, so it 
and then you could heal back and yeah. yeah. Mm. That's what I was figuring later. Oh, I was yeah. thinking, worst case, you've got a couple of extra war machines left because, and you would have got more points, obviously, because you would have got the general and stuff. But um, yeah. actually, it would have been interesting to see. Um, eventually, your my tomb king would have been up against your tomb, your dwarf lord, which would be yeah. interesting. <clears throat> um, your dwarf lord would kill him probably. But um, what's his strength? What's your dwarf lord's strength? Ah, uh, so he's got great weapons, so six. Okay, but he's still tough. My guy's tough five. Yeah. Five wounds, so he can still last for a little bit. I think it was Yeah, five. yeah. No, hang on. It's only tough five, four wounds. I can't remember. Yeah, they've already got four wounds. They've got an extra wound anyway because they're Tomb King. Um, it's going to be tough five, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, your guy's better fighting, so you'd eventually do it, but then I might be able to use that cool mummy curse thing and take your guy out. Oh, yeah. so you never know. Everyone dies. <laughs> Everyone dies. <laughs> One day we have to use it. <clears throat> but apart from yeah. that, and then obviously you had two lords in the game anyway, not that that probably made a difference because your lord never got to do anything. So. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, look, looking back, I don't know, like the only thing I was thinking is I find it very hard, like I was saying before, to protect the war machines. Mm. Um, the only thing I was thinking is maybe run a dragon slayer and if the army you're up against doesn't have ambushing, you just throw the dragon slayer at your slayers. But if he does, you can just have him holding back a bit and, you know, try and intercept, I suppose, or have him near the high value war machines. Um, yeah. The only issue there is obviously the mobility of that guy still only six, isn't he? So you'd either have yeah. to just stand behind a war machine going, well, if you're going to charge this thing, you have to overrun into me or I get to charge you back. Yeah. Um, but then depending on the mobility of the other thing, it can probably put itself in a position where it's not going to go near your slayer potentially. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the fact that you could like pop in and charge on the same turn, like it really limits that's what not, I can do. That's not a normal ambusher rule though. Hey, they can't. It's just the scorpion because it comes right up at the top, top of the turn. Yeah. And you yeah. got two, so there's a good redundancy there. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just found this. It's twice now. I think this is a better list to play you against, or just in not just you, but just in general. Um, yeah, yeah. But it was still. It, it's very hard for me. I, I don't know what else I could do. Um, than sort of come at you. Um, I mean, as you saw, Josh, the amount that he whittled me down just coming across the board. If I didn't move, yeah. like you know, I, I wouldn't have done anything. Like yeah. really. Absolutely. So, the fact that he can heal himself so much. Because I feel yeah, like a similar yeah. damage output, but the healing he can do really nullifies yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And like well, once it. those like and to be honest, once any of those units if there wasn't as you did the right thing because there was going technically supposed to be flank charges in there. Um but yeah, if just one more turn of shooting, the chariots would be happy to go into any of those three units. You know, yep. if they weren't going to de definitely get flank charges, sort of, and even if they would, if you think it was a game, like remember I said with this list, like I didn't mind having just the four chariots and the tomb king because it's it's not expendable, but it almost is expendable at the same time because yeah. like I don't, I can lose my general apart from the victory points, so I don't give a shit, I don't need yeah. it. <laughs> like you know what I mean, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so if I if I take out another big unit. With my unit, do I care? I don't like so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, that's that's it. It's just one of those sort of. But the two, the 
the two units I reckon are probably the the worst of my bloody quarrelers. Um, I found in mm. Castle Assault they just yeah a couple of times they did well here and there, but just as as a whole unit for what they cost, they didn't. It was pretty rare they what's, got their points. So what's back. the rule I with um, indirect fire with the grudge trials? It's just if you if you can't see at all, it's is that that old rule where it always scatters, or is that a different rule? Uh, or you always no. need line of fight sight. Nah, so you can shoot I... behind. So it's it's a little bit grey, but it's kind of like you can shoot at a unit behind a unit because it's the direction oh, okay. that the enemy is coming from. Um, but you can't shoot at a unit, you know, behind a forest because there's nothing. You're not supposed to know it's there. Yeah, yeah. There's no. But premise what about if you had your two grudge trails and you had your like your your quarrelers just all in front? So to get through, I'd have to hit them and shoot. Them. Like, can you still shoot? Um, well, I think that's the problem with the line of sight that you're going to be blocking there. Because um, you don't have light. It's only if you're large and obviously your war machines yeah, okay. aren't. So yeah. you can't even shoot, see to shoot anyway. At nah. All. So you need to be on a hill okay. or something in that yeah, situation. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So it's a bit, it's a bit yeah. lacking in that respect. Um, yeah. But that's just dwarves. Like, it's, I mean... Yeah, you can have, you can have like a, a more mobile dwarf army, but they're, they're so heavily invested in their bloody war machines. Um, yeah. yeah, I do yeah. wonder, and I know you sort of said you didn't do this because of you know how other units are, but I sometimes wonder if you have got that many war machines, maybe you're better off just spreading them right across the board, make people have to <laughs> fight to go and like you know travel to go and get each one. Yeah, well, it's your high it was leadership, just, you know. Yeah, it's just that line of sight, like that hill yeah. was killing me. Because the hill was yeah. sort of poking out so far, um, yeah. I was really only limited to from where you set up to be able to see it was going to be, you know, either going on the hill or going off the hill. And obviously, I went off the hill. Because um, yeah, I was trying to go in that other little corner um, where the quarrelers were um, shooting at your where your skeletons were. But the problem is, it's kind of like well. You're starting to get a bit far away, and you know you start guessing. It's, mm. it's some pretty big guesses. Um, yeah, yeah. And there's a good chance you're going to get interrupted by, you know, in the middle of the board, you're that big impassable. So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, if you. This is a good question. Yeah, you took two lords. Um, which one do you think you keep? Um, it's a good question. I was trying to work out if I can run two thanes and just get rid of the lord. Gives you a little bit of redundancy. Um, Thane's pretty cheap. They're only like 65 points. You could maybe just make him a little bit tanky and just give him a great weapon. Um, that that was my sort of... At the, the end of the day, it's like, yeah, I think it was 260 points. And you spend mm. so much money trying to make him not die. <laughs> um, yeah. That is, is only doing sort of four attacks. Um, and then you might get three of those through, but I mean... Yes. Is he? Did he have the plus one <clears throat> to hit? Is that that? Card? Yeah, plus yeah. one to hit and strength six. <clears throat> so yeah, well, it's pretty good. Um, obviously not the best. You know, you got vamps out there and you got chaos, chaos lords out there. They're gonna be hell of. What's the thing in a tournament? Than... I mean, in a tournament, dwarves probably need someone like that because you know you're gonna you can take on those ones. You know. Yeah. Um, some of the other armies, sort of like orcs, you sometimes think in a two thousand point game why bring a big war boss because they're never going to 
you know, they're always still going to get killed if they go up against like a vampire lord or a dwarf lord or a chaos lord. Um, yeah. But, you know, some armies, generals, like the lords just aren't combating enough, you know, and so sometimes it's better just kind of bugger, I'll put it into magic or something, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 But, sometimes yeah. being able to generate that extra few combat res <laughs> um, can really turn the tide sometimes yeah. as well. Just, it can yeah, true. Just increase how... Dangerous at one particular unit is and really buffs it nicely sometimes. Yeah, well, that's it. I reckon if those slayers, if I can get 15 slayers, sacrifice something else there, um, I reckon I'll be pretty happy with that. Corollas. I guess yeah. the Corollas, if they're going to have a purpose, it'd be clearing fast cav and chaff and, and that mm. type of thing. The stuff, the kind of stuff you're not going to waste <clears throat> a war machine shot at. Yeah, it's probably just a bad, like if it's. If this was a normal to another Which, tournament, yeah, game. Yeah, Gobby didn't then, really have any. <laughs> no, I didn't have any. That's nah, the, he, he dropped his horseman. <laughs> I did, and that was the. I mean, I don't even know if I should drop them, but because they're, they're just so slow anyway, because they're only moving seven or whatever it is, or eight, and they can't march, and they're usually out of magic range. Like I can't make them move. That's why I'm just like, well, you're better off maybe using something else for. You know, like my tomb, like my tomb scorpions almost act like it because even if they're not there, if you put the markers down, they sort of feel like something's potentially going to be there. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, sort of need yeah. the fast cav. Um, obviously, I, I lack diverters then, but I mean, that's what the skeleton units will have to be, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You you're going to keep the tomb guard going? Like, would you? Are you tempted to have a second unit of chariots? I guess is what I'm trying to ask you. Uh, yeah, I would like to try that and just piss off the tomb. Even though it's annoying because in this game, the tomb guard did heaps. They did, but good. in a role that they're not designed to do. Like, yeah. you could argue if that was a unit of chariots, you know, it they would have done the been same thing, exactly. if not better. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, totally. Funny. So that's why I thought, um, uh, yes. Yeah, so I think, you know, I just need to, like, I probably, I might even be able to get chariots and some sword and board skellies or something like that as well, you know, and just mm. have, yeah. So definitely um, that'll probably be my next things to paint up. So yeah, I I'm obviously am picking things that I know I've got so I can just keep painting them. So. Yeah, because sword and board skeletons, you get, do they have, they have light armor as well, right? So you yeah, have you the four up, up in combat. Four up in save, yeah, in combat, sorry. Which yeah, is yeah. pretty, yeah, pretty decent. Yeah. Um, yeah. A little. I just little think block. at the end of the day though, like even this game against Toughness 4, they still took out enough toughness for like when you got 40 shots going and sometimes 80 if you depending on how wide you can get them and how many magic you can get the archers just you know do do i don't know they're worth having i reckon and then Wait, was, if i'm in it, combat they're going to die anyway do i care if they're save no save uh, or four did, up save you know did the was it the archers that killed the two slayers yeah well, they, they've won you the game. Yeah. 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 So this is the thing. Like, because they were doing, it was, it was only 11 shots, I think, because the way I had them positioned. Uh, but I was double firing them a lot um, just to try and whittle them down. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I rate this, the archers. I mean, they're not as good as eighth because obviously you can't do the second row um, unless you're on a hill, I guess, so depending on where mm. you know, the terrain. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I feel like once they're in combat, I mean, if I really want them to be sticking around longer, can't I just try and heal them? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, 
that was the game. Um, I'm liking. I mean, geez, the the other thing is, I've never actually played this before, but the Tomb Guard are actually one of the better armies in Sixth Edition. <laughs> like when you look at, they do seem like, good. Yeah. Like um, they won Kang. Didn't you say they won KangCon? Yes, I did. Someone else. Yeah, yeah. No, that was that was Tomb King uh, Mega Chariot list. Yeah. So <laughs> they're definitely yeah, like their magic chariots. is it's simple and it's not like it's not you know, it's not damaging as such, but it is the result of it is damaging because of the way the casket works and firing off screaming skull catapults and yeah, they're a good army actually. So you know they're tough. Mm. I think to play against. Yeah, them, and I think you've got a number of different ways you can approach it. How to build it? Like you can go to yeah two chariot, uh, two caskets, or you could go like bone giant way, or mm-hmm. um, you got yeah inter- some interesting builds and options. Um, but I think I think the chariots are your sort of the core um, power that you're getting. The only thing is with the chariots, I think you well, I don't know. I'm out to try it. Like, should they? Are they useless? Are they less useful if you don't have at least the tomb prints in there to make them at least get one magic off? You know, I don't know because they're not yeah, very plus mobile. That D6, yeah, plus that D six. That D six is going to help you too. Yeah, I think yeah. The, mo- the mobility is key. Um, yeah. The fact they're fast cav as well. Like it, this game didn't really nah, <laughs> come didn't in handy because you sort of just charged them forward. Yeah. But yeah. in general, that mobility actually, I feel like, is. Yeah. another extra thing that you could just swing out the flank of someone rather than just charging straight in and, and yeah. you know, try to Well, to be honest, I've only got two more normal chariots. I'm going to have to, uh, maybe I'll have to buy that battalion box off Todd and get, <laughs> and get more chariots. <laughs> or I'll paint up Cetra and use him as two chariots. <laughs> just as a bit of a uh, unit filler. Awesome. Anyway, that's the game. Um, hopefully we'll... Uh, you know, get a game in every month or something. I don't know. We'll try, but we yeah, might be keen. change up the armies a bit. I don't know. Yeah, because yeah, you guys have got a, a couple of armies each. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just wanted to consolidate after Castle Assault. Um, just play with the army a bit, um, which is good. You know, might have to go back to my little lair and scheme some more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the but problem no, I have with I, my other armies, I don't know if you're going to have the same problem, Andrew, is like they're built, like especially my orcs and stuff, they're they're built for netlist orcs. You know, they're a lot of savages. And then I've got Arach- Arachnorocks and stuff. It's I don't know how oh, to convert right, into so a 6th edition orc. 8th edition netlists, you mean? Yeah, because yeah. that's like, well, not so much. Yeah, it's just because when I first got into the game again, I was just like, what was, you know, you just had to have big blocks of savage orcs, you know. Yeah. Well, that was mm. basically what people were running. Yep. Um. And my empire is based around big blocks of halberdiers with the, you know, the hurricaneum and yeah. and, and some knights. But so I went back and looked at the army list, and I went, oh, I mean, the empire can probably do some, but I probably do need to get some swordsmen done and paint up some other stuff like my, f- uh, not fanatics. What are they called? The um, flagellants, flagellants and stuff. Like I got them there, but I just they're not painted. So I'm like, ah, I don't want to. I don't want to be rushing yeah. to paint just for another game. So I don't know what I'll do. Yeah, yeah. yeah nah, I got well, I don't know. I just high elves, I just got twenty of everything and twenty yeah. more of everything. So well, I've I've got plenty of high elves. Yeah, well that probably would work. Well maybe we can do high elves and I'll just stay tuned. I don't know, we'll see how we go. Unless you guys want yeah, to. Yeah, I mean that'd be just a match up anyway. Um both magic heavy and yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. Mm. 
Anyway, well, this one's been going longer than we thought. Hopefully people still found it interesting talking through a battle report without pictures. But, look, we'll get it up on YouTube as well at some point. You can have yeah, we, we tried to keep the context of the what, what we were trying to describe yeah. Yeah. as clear as possible. <laughs> we forget, but yeah, yeah. that's okay. It'd be um, good to get everybody's take on it to see if it's worthwhile doing, you know, a bit of a rundown, if it's too long, too short, huh. you know, just just how it sounded. Um and then, yeah. yeah, we can definitely modify them in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Any feedback, definitely, you know, what topics you want to hear. I'd love to hear all that from anyone. Reach out to us, definitely. Uh, that's a good uh, segue then, Andrew, into the closing monologue, I guess. Should I? Or um, Has <laughs> anyone else got anything else? To, like, what are we going to do next week? The battle report, almost, oh, maybe not quite as long. Almost as long yeah. as the actual game itself. Yeah, we're talking oh, about now. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got we've got some good stuff topics that we're thinking through. Um, nothing specifically yet that we're gonna you know, but hopefully next week we'll jump on. And I've reached out to a, a, another couple of other um, guests to come on as well from some across the pond, which would be fun. Um, but yeah, we're we're like Andrew said, we're after yeah any feedback and comments on on the actual episodes and the length and all that and what you guys want to hear because at the end of the day. You know, our job's to keep everyone entertained in whatever version of Warhammer you want to do until the old world comes out, basically. And then we'll either stick to the old world or we'll keep doing everything still, depending yeah, on how it goes. It depends. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Out. Anyway, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening uh, to us again. Um, and, yeah, we've had heaps really good uptake. So we've actually been loving some of the um, – the numbers we're seeing not that we're doing it just for that but it all it's a good dopamine hit to see the, the downloads go up <laughs> and that helps if you do a five-star rating on our podcast as well that'd be really cool but look hit, hit us up probably instagram and um and actually facebook's interesting our facebook page is getting small hits so if you're on instagram or facebook or even twitter you can always just search old world fanatics you'll find us or old world fanatics at gmail.com if you want to send us an email and until next time guys thanks for listening and thanks for chatting tonight you too yep thanks guys ciao cheers guys Josh loves that. I'm going to leave that one in. Yeah, I do love it.